One, two, one, two, welcome to Club Shada. And with me, Mr. Shada, wearing my representing Senegal today. Uh, I hope everybody's fine. I hope your weekend was fine. My weekend was fine. Uh, we had a great uh, interview um, with uh, Sami Sambit. Who uh, happy. So, was happy. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to everybody that's watching. Uh, hello, Nael. Welcome to the show. Uh, I want to say a big shout out to uh, our new subscribers, Mrs. Renk Sesunet, Rakibou Suleiman, Johan Kiavoué. Yeah, I guess all the, all the names are taken. Well, big up to Monsieur Bakar Awad. Welcome. I hope you're fine. I'm fine. 
and uh, you know, been having a, a great weekend. I was alone at home, which uh, had me. Uh, I had the possibility to to take that time to record a new song. Actually, on a beat that I did, I did uh, live on YouTube uh, uh, four or five days ago. I needed a song for not next Friday, but the next Friday after that. So I recorded everything yesterday, very quickly, one hour. So uh, that was fine. That was cool. And um, did a lot of administrative stuff. Uh, I I left my house after eight weeks. Eight weeks being home. Can you imagine that? Yeah, left my house and I went to see uh, Buddy Sadvaz at his, at his house yesterday. So that was that was that was cool. A little scary to meet other people and their, their viruses. I'm very scared of people now. <laughs> I might be the one like spreading them the virus, but yeah, that was that was strange. Like, and you know, like it's it's funny because you're gonna meet different type of people. Some people are gonna be like. Uh, Oh, uh, stay away from me. And other people are gonna say like, yo, I don't have a virus, man. I know I'm clean. I was like, yo, you don't know. Cause you might be infecting people without knowing because you're feeling great. But uh, I mean, it was cool. We did a little barbecue. It was like uh, three, four of us in the house. It was me and, and uh, a couple of friends of his. And then uh, we met his, his neighbor, Badosha, who's a, who's a famous Kizomba singer. Uh, he was there too, uh, I mean, in the streets, uh, and, uh, his girlfriend is a good friend of mine, so they just had a baby, so it was great, I could see the baby and stuff, it was, it was strange, you know, like, artists, we love to live as recluse, we love to stay at home and, and just be there, working, chilling, watching YouTube or Netflix, learning new stuff, recording, mixing releasing looking at analytics so i mean i spent like eight weeks like that and uh, it was actually a great time if i could say i mean a lot of people are feeling like they were in prison like and all that was missing was an ankle bracelet and uh, a lot of people felt like ah. I'm dying at home. I hate my life. Us, my quarantine was great. Like I did some great new things. I I created this show. I recorded a bunch of new music. Uh, I work on my never never ending album that will be released one day when I'm done. Um, I remixed I remixed a lot of tracks and like now that the Quarantine is more or less over in Portugal and people are in the streets. It's strange. I think I liked my neighborhood when it was empty. Like I had the waterfront for just me and my neighbors. And like when I would go for walks, I would meet nobody. I went to do a 10 kilometer walk today. There's a ton of motherfuckers. There's a bunch of guys and girls, like a bunch of people training outside, walking, like families walking. I mean, I guess it means 
the hood is alive. But yeah, I like the way it was. I understand that the business needs to start again. The restaurants are starting to open, especially the ones that have uh, terraces. Uh, so those ones, we have a lot of them here because I live on the waterfront. So a lot of these restaurants are opening because they can, people can sit outside and have a, a good distance between them. So it's cool. I guess uh, I'm not gonna complain. I can go back to eating sushi outside. But yeah, I'm, uh, I I'm gonna say that uh, I got used to this life. I got used to, yeah. Uh, so my, my, my daughter is about to, to go back to school. Uh, maybe next week, I think. Or maybe beginning of June, I don't remember. Uh, that's gonna be strange too. The house is gonna feel empty. But uh, I think when my, when my daughter goes back to, to school, I will decide at what time I do those lives because maybe I can do them earlier. Uh, it's gonna depend because I know that a lot of people here are in the, U in the US, some are in the UK, some are in Portugal, some are, are in Africa. So it really depends on the right time to do it. Maybe, uh, maybe 10 p.m. Uh, so it'd be uh, three hours earlier than now. I'll see with everybody depending on, you know, when you guys work, when you guys are uh, are available, because it's it's a vibrant community and I, and I like it. So, um, what up, AJ? You can be the. I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. Uh, today was really the first day that I woke up without a itchy uh, throat. So I guess uh, whatever I had uh, is gone. Um, I'm still, uh, I'm still taking my medicine, just to to be sure that I don't have nothing, but uh, and I protect everybody. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling much better, really. About, I'm still sleeping a lot though, so I guess I still need to to rest. So well, you know, you know how it is. Malcolm Beats, what up, Gordo? Nathan, welcome home. Maximum, I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing great. Green on the beat. I'm gonna start working on those beats. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the Shadow Gang. Hi, everybody. Hi, Redune. Bro, you need an icon. Time to put an icon in there. Well, listen. Without further ado, I have a special guest in the building. I have a special guest in the building. Uh, it's something that I've known. Some, something. <laughs> it's somebody that I've known for uh, a few years now. Um, we worked on uh, a few songs together. Less than I, I would want, but you know, she's these kind of artists that they appeared and they disappear. You know, those artists. So whenever she's 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 here, I'm here. Then she disappears. Well, I'm here. When she comes back, I'm here. And we have uh, two or three projects together. I don't even remember. We're supposed to have ten right now, but artists, fuckers. 
<laughs> I want everybody to make, oh, wait a minute. Let me say hi to my cousin, Joel. Happy to see you, brother. Uh, can't wait to do uh, this interview with your wife. It's gonna be funny. Show day. We are well. I hope you are well. Where did you disappear? That's the real question. Anyway, I want everybody to make some noise for the one and only, the one and only, Miss Jassie. Hey, 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 what up? What's up? Oh, my internet is not acting crazy. No, your internet is fine. Your internet is fine. I hope you're fine. Say hi to everybody. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> say hi to DJ Monteo, Maximum hey, Records, Joel. Say hi to uh, AJ. Everybody. Say, not everybody. You have to tell. You have to call them by <laughs> name. I gotta call them my name. Okay, okay, okay. So you go, go. Let's go. Let's go from the start. Hi, Nael. Hi, Nael. Hi, Baka. Hi, Baka. Hi, AJ. Hi, AJ. Hi, Malcolm Beats. Where's my beats? Oh, Malcolm Beats. What's up? <laughs> How's Nathan? Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Maximum Records. Hi, Maximum Records. Hi, Ray Dune. Hi, Ray Dune. Where's your icon? <laughs> Hi, Cousin Joel. Hi, Cousin Joel. Hi, DJ Tineg. Hi, DJ Tineg. Hi, Saran. Hi, Sarah Ann. Hey, girl. Hi, Shodi. How do you say Shodi? Shodi. Shade, yeah. What a Shade. voice. Yes. Shade, you sing too much. You sing too well to be releasing so scarce music. Yep. You release something, then you disappear for six months. It's not normal. She's amazing. She's amazing. Indeed. Hi, Nadia. Hey, Nadia, girl. <laughs> Right. Somebody, AJ saying he loves your glasses. Oh, thank you, thank you, Larry. thank you, thank you, thank you. They're cool. I want some. I come with the cool. I come with the vibes. Hey guys, I saw a name and it went so fast. Couldn't so keep saying, up. saying, Jesse, my love. Oh, hey love. No, no, no. This is how they go. When the, the, all the all these all these guys change when there's a when there's a woman like. <laughs> They're like, they're extra. They're a little extra. They're a little extra. That's so funny. Three days ago when there was the drunk beat maker, nobody was so... They didn't care? Oh. <laughs> they weren't showing the love? No, not everybody was showing the love. No, it was cool. It was, cool. It was actually a cool okay. conversation with uh, Sammy Sambi. It was cool. It was just very happy. Too much, too much grog. <laughs> he says hi, by the way. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, Yasmin D. Hey, Yas the girl. <laughs> okay. Got the, my, my peeps, the my NG Star Show says Jassy is so beautiful. 
twin, my twin, hey twin. Oh, you brought all your friends, I see, huh? I brought the Jocelynis, they're in the building. Oh, they have a name? Yes, they sure do. Totally agree with you, Keisha. Thank you too so much. Shadi, come on, let's do a track together. Look Hi. at that. Yeah, mm. the three of us. Mm. Andre, what up? Andre's from Angola, if I remember well. Andre, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do an experiment. I want to do an experiment. Um, something I, I didn't try. I want to see. I, I, listen, I, I, I've seen a great idea. I want to I try it. So, let me go on my phone. like a few photos oh are you uh somebody's calling you did you hear that yeah what the heck put your phone on do not disturb what is is it this is you dancing that what is, is this what That's sorcery is this this is what you do on flag day listen <laughs> you twerk your non-ass first of all yes. i represent for the little booty committee so don't come for us thank you little booty committee okay this little booty is mad booty community little... <laughs> all right okay all right well little booty committee <laughs> represents all day hola martina no we not we not we not don't worry don't worry Grim says, Jesse, you should ask Keisha to release a new single. He does one like every week. <laughs> what? Alexandra said, Jesse, I just called you. Yeah, she's the person that just called me. Okay, well, <laughs> she's busy. <laughs> like, okay, I'm trying to like find a way to mute this. No, you just, you, you, go, you just go to your... Oh, you're using your phone. You have to go to... Um, so first of all, everybody, go follow Jassy on Instagram. That's her yeah. Instagram. That's her Instagram, Jassy World. Well, I'm not seeing the, I'm not seeing the top of the, the screen. Let me see that. Oops. I did something that I shouldn't have done. <laughs> Technical difficulties. No, I don't worry. I want to put the phone in the middle. And then you. There we go. Yeah, I was saying, um, everybody go follow Jassy World on Instagram. Unless you're using your phone right now, don't forget to follow her. So before uh, we start, I want I want you to talk to me about um, be before you talk to me about this, right? Let me just do this with the camera because. The iPhone should not be zoomed. Oh, I guess it's not. No, I guess. Well, it's normal. I want to try something. Okay. Oh, Alexandra is saying little little booties matter. You go, girl. Of oh, course, you a club. There's a there's a bunch of you. <laughs> oh my God! What's Listen, going on in the world? Come hard we come hard <laughs> sorry look Don't what I, look my idea imagine have you ever have you ever did um 
Have you ever did a live show uh, on Instagram, but on somebody else's channel? No. Like they give, like for example, uh, Trace Trace Talker, what they're doing. Oh, they, they invite no, a lot of people. They give them the ident identifiers for uh, for the channel, and they ask them to come and, for example, do a DJ set or something inside of the their YouTube channel. So uh, the interest for them is to, of course, uh, bring everybody in their channel, right? But then the problem with that is that a lot of people instead of being in a, because they follow you, right? Let's, let's say you have a 20,000 followers and you were invited to, 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 to do a live in a channel that has 5,000 followers. So you, you will be live for these 5,000 followers, but your own followers might not know that you right. So how do you bring your followers? So I was, I was watching the live of a, a celebrity that, that uh, I forgot the name and then so she was live, so I go on her live, and on her, on her live, she just had a, a screen saying, oh, I'm live out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what? They were like, yeah, I'm live there. So what I wanna do, I'm gonna go to my Instagram, I'm gonna go live, but just to say, I'm live on Kesha TV. Oh, that's my cousin. So live, okay. and let's see if, Let's see how many people come from Keisha TV. That's a good experiment because then I can just, when I'm live, I just come here for, what is this film? Oh yeah. <laughs> you have it on the back. There you go. So I can put it here, go live. Oh, there's a new thing, fundraisers. Finally, they let people get paid on Instagram too late. We're on YouTube now. and. I go live, right? Mm -hmm. I'm live, and now I put a photo here. This one. So the people that come to my live, oh. they know that actually I'm on Keisha TV. You're so funny. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. I'm not mad but at listen, it. Listen, that's a good idea. If we can have like, look, Praia Capital, Come to KShadowTV, bro. I'm with Jassy. We're talking. Unless you hate her. Okay. They're requesting to be added to To life. Serenity. Hello. Join us on YouTube. How many people are there? Ready? 34. Uh-huh. See? Look at that. Look at that. My man, Kiko Mao. Thanks for playing a, a Keisha mixtape yesterday on, um, on, uh, on uh, the Trace Talker channel. Now come to YouTube. We on YouTube. That's where you find us. Keisha.tv, YouTube, YouTube. Hey, to say it. Yeah, exactly. See? You there, where? Paraya Capital. We don't see your comments. <laughs> nice. Hello, Emmanuel. Welcome to the show. Uh, Andre said, oh my gosh, I love the way she calls my name. <laughs> Oh my God, these guys. The voice of the Exatamente. singer. Andre, calma, calma. Calm down. <laughs> Fenomeno says she's beautiful. Oh, oh thank you. God. Kesha's a hater. 
God shit. What up man? When are you coming to the live? Hello Julie. And she says hi Keisha hi, hi beautiful. Hi. See? We we catch one from Instagram. Hello Jennifer. Welcome. So I can do that like for So imagine you like you start your live show. Bonoy King Math. You start your live show on somewhere else and you use a phone either the whole time to, to ten, send people to the other place or just for the first 10 minutes. It's a good idea. Yeah. You know, and then you just tell people, hey, Didi's the one. Meet us on Keisha.tv. And I see people are actually coming. That's a good idea. You know? What up, Praia Capital? This hey, guy's Danny. face never changes. Forever young. That's why. See? This is our subscriber here. I saw live on Instagram of you inviting, inviting us here. Exactly. That was the goal. That was the goal. <laughs> Body Sadva is saying CC, Jassy, and Papa K. Yeah. What up, Body Sadva? How are you doing, my brother? What's up? I love watching his lives. They give me life. So, they when are you me. doing a track together? I'm waiting on Body Sadva. Yeah, body, body's, body's, body's slow. <laughs> Look at him coming to me on the line. It wasn't, he said that, not me. Okay. Let me tell let me tell the people that I'm now gonna be on Keisha.tv. Alright guys, as you can see, we are live on uh Keisha.tv. So meet us there. See you. Love you too, Creole Peaches. Bejus Angola, Bell Beauty Makeup. Come to YouTube. Ciao guys. Yes, I'm sure. End it. Sha -da 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 -da. Delete the video. Nice. See? I'm gonna go back to your Instagram. Who's that girl? Can I can you introduce me? <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about this, the performers. What's the idea behind the performers? So I wanted to have eight performers. Mm-hmm. A cappella, yeah, or cash prize, and it would be able to show vote because you know, IG's um, so you were paying audio, the people, they would win a prize, so it was like a showcase uh -huh. with the cash prize. How much? So we did it off of donations, we uh -huh. ended up giving the winner 150 US dollars. Oh, so everybody that was watching was giving something, and the winner would get that. So yeah, That's me a and idea. my friend and twin, um, uh -huh. the Angie Star Show, we donated yeah. and then we had asked people to also donate. Wow, nice. That's a that's a great idea. So it's a great incentive to people. And who won? Um, I am Troy Burden. Uh the one on the the one on the top. Burden. Durden. That's his last name. Yeah, the first one on the top. He oh, won. Dude, but I have to go discover all these people. They're really amazing. Like Oh my gosh. Since certain people, when they sang, they gave me like tingles. Certain people, I felt like they would make, they would be great recording artists. Like mm -hmm. outside of just like the vocals, I think they have like what it takes. Some 
different. Yeah, just something different in their voice that I don't always hear. And like, even though it may not sound perfect, like you know that if it was recorded and you had the right engineer, they can kind of yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. So yeah, it was really fun. It was great to be able to showcase other people. And uh, on my. So. That's very interesting because I've seen a lot of sharing in all those platforms. There's a lot of people who, because of uh, because of just staying home, they actually mm -hmm. have been sharing each other. Doing it. There's been a lot of conversations of on live. There's been a lot of community building actually out of this. So it takes it takes us to be in a quarantine so that everybody start building communities online, which is very interesting. Well, I feel like people weren't really completely invested in online as much. I feel like people were posting, posting, but they weren't really like, especially artists, like we weren't sitting and really taking in the content as much as we should or utilizing the platform mm -hmm. to the best of it, what it can offer us. We yeah. weren't utilizing it well. People have I been uh, very inventive since yeah. we've been all stuck at home. Agreed. So um, let me say hi to uh, Miss Onyx. Bonoit, it's night here. <laughs> but bon dia for you, wherever you are. Where are you, Miss Onyx? I think you're somewhere in Africa. Does she have a single or an album? I have singles working on an EP right now. So but if I you go on the platform and you look for Jassy, you will find her here. See, there she is. Oh, you're following me! Yay! Of course, I'm <laughs> following you. So that's a song that she did with me called "Follow Me." That's a song that she did with me called "Next to Me." Oh God! <laughs> uh, I produced the beat. That's the song that she did with me called "Something for You." And then that's the one that she did with me too. And then there's, you have Volley. I, mm -hmm. I think it's one of my favorite songs from you. And then there's Drink That, her, with her, comes with a porn movie. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and then some remixes. So she has like, she, she's, she's here. She's, she's starting to have a, her own nice little catalog. But uh, listen, there's not enough songs here. In 2020, you only release one track. And it's not, <gasps> it's not normal, sis. You have to, you have to start, um, you have to start releasing more songs. Just, just saying. Working on it. Danielle says, nice to see you. Nice to see you, Brian Capital. It's been a long time, bro. What's up, Daniel? <laughs> Hello, Cesaltina. Hola, to the bang. Hola. Coche, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't know, Kochite is a great rapper uh, from Guinea-Bissau and uh, he has a lot of talent. I actually plan to do a track with him. Accessorily, he's also my wife's best friend. So he came, he, he came with the package. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, okay. But he actually has a lot of talent, so that's cool. Uh, Keisha, you continuously kill the social media space. Love it. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks a lot. We're just, you know, trying to create some nice content for the for the nice people. Buddy says, last time I sent Jassy a cut, she dismissed the joint. Oh my God! <laughs> All I, that sound did not like. 
I didn't, it didn't click for me. Like it's nice, but yeah. it wasn't like my vibe. Yeah. So say I was something else. Send, yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm waiting for him to send something else. Why are you, why are you, why are you complaining? Like, like a little, like a little BB. Oh my send, God. Send another one, bro. He said, but I got you. Okay. Okay. See? And now uh, Miss Onyx is, is, is coming to, to his rescue with some hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Dali saying j'aime cette expérience avec Instagram, I love it. Thanks, that was a good idea, no? So everybody saying hi to Body. Uh, the Sourpatch Twins IG Live. Sour. Every Thursday. The sour. That's the that's the place where we, you, you you girls drink, right? No. <laughs> Is that the place where you drunk in the end? Uh Oh, yes, we do drink on the live. <laughs> yeah, was like, that's, I saw that one time. I was like, okay. <laughs> It's getting lit in here. Yes, South Hatch Twin Live on Thursdays. Uh-huh. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 p.m. Maximum Records is asking if you can sing just a little bit. Um, okay. Since when? You never asked that to nobody. You never asked that to the other guys. Why all of a sudden you are extra? Huh. Is this the leopard? Okay, sing sing something for him. Just okay. Um, okay, I'll sing out loud. <laughs> And then, mm -mm -mm. My love has come along. Mm -mm -mm. My lonely days are over. And life is like a song. Ooh, yeah, yeah. At last, mm -mm -mm. the skies above are blue. My heart was wrapped up in clovers. The night I look at you. There you go. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen, I would sing after you, but my auto tune is not plugged. <laughs> I felt it. Ah, you're in California. Hello, California. Uh, everybody put some, every, everybody put some claps for Jassy, who's like, yeah, she's the real deal. How long, since, since how long have you been singing? Since I was three. What? Since I was three years old. Ask my mother. She'll tell you. She's the one that told me that. Well, give me, the, give me that. the number. I'll ask her. Okay. <laughs> I'll call her right now. I'll be like, Mom, how long have I been singing? And she was eh, since two or three years old. Buddy said, Jesse, please check your DMs. Which, I okay. I guess he sent you something. Let's see. So, wait a minute. You been singing since you were three years old. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. So wait a minute. So who put you to singing? You were just like you were born and you were singing, or <laughs> or like no, I was in the church choir. At three, you were in the church choir. 
Yeah, yeah. They, I couldn't even fit the uniforms. Like my mom had to get custom uniforms made for me. Why so early? Because I was, I was like gifted. I was basically gifted programs. Like I used to play the violin. I used to play the piano. What? You, what you, what you mean in, you used to? You don't anymore? I can play Fearless and like Moonlight of Sonata. Like those are my two favorite classical songs. But like I don't, I'm not a fan of actually playing instruments. It's just because okay. it was, it was forced on me, so I never grew to love it. Oh, so it was like, so you learned to play instrument from the church? No, so I'm After. saying in general. Okay. Yeah, like at school, I was selected to be a part of like a musical program, okay, which okay. is when I learned church. But the singing started off in church. So were the, your parents part of that or was just... Absolutely. Okay. Are your yeah. parents singers? So my dad used to be in a band. Um, he used to, mm. He's like really into like the arts. So my dad used to do plays, he used to have shows in Haiti, he used to like just be a part of like organizing yeah, she's, things. She's Haitian. She's Haitian. Yes, my fan. Shout out to all my Haitian. Happy Flag Day! What's my flag? Hey! Happy Flag Day! <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, you know. Uh, big up Senegal. Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, my dad, he used to organize events. Um, mm -hmm. And he was in a Haitian band called... What was the band called? Oh, wow, I was forgot. It like, was it Compa? Was it... It was definitely Compa, but I forgot the name. He's actually... I found he's his gonna, video... He's gonna, he's gonna like that, the fact that you don't even remember oh the name God. of his band. Shamba. That's the name of the band. Shamba. <laughs> he felt oh. the pressure. <laughs> I felt the pressure. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> He's so mad. But yeah. Um, the band's name is Shamba. So he used to be a part of Shamba. Okay. And my mom was into, well, she's like a creative. She does, like, she owns a hair salon. She's into hair and beauty. Oh. But she used to actually be in a soap opera. So my parents are very what? artsy. What? Yeah. What's the name of the soap? Wait, wait, a soap opera in Haiti or in the U.S.? So it was in the U.S. on like the Caribbean like broadcasted network that was owned by like Spanish people. So okay. they, they had like a segment that they would pay for. I, I, she called it a futon. I don't, I don't know what like I'm guessing that's soap opera in Creole, but I don't know the actual name of it. But I know any, that. I, can we watch it somewhere on YouTube or somewhere? I, I can ask her. I've uh, never looked it up. I'd love I've never to see that. It. It's so interesting. My mom so you, is really so good. So your mom is an actor? But she's 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 she owns an air salon and she's into hair. She's into hair. She's like into planning events. She's into entertainment, but she okay. doesn't actually do those things anymore. She just does hair. Like that's her thing. Okay. Your dad used to be uh, in a in a compa band. He's a singer, mm -hmm. an actor. He's an artist. So you actually yeah. you are the product of art. Yeah. And when basically. you were and when you were free, you were singing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I think I started I started singing. I was 26. Oh, wow. And that was be because of <laughs> other tunes. Like, you know. <laughs> like, so, like, no, like, my whole, my whole, my whole uh, teenage life, I don't know, actually, I started making beats when I was eight. And ever since I started making beats, my only dream was to make beats. I never dreamed of ever singing or rapping or whatever. Mm -hmm. By the time I got like 14, 15, that's when we discovered rap in France, US rap. So everybody was, everybody was low-key a rapper. 
and uh yeah but i really wanted to do beats for my sister and other rappers in in in, in france in paris and congo until i got uh i got forced into a beauty pageant for guys in a club in belgium that i won and oh congratulations <laughs> thank you i'm mr ekim de 1992 and at that moment the dj who was a guy who used to dj for us in parties in congo back in the the, the end of the, the, the 80s around 89 90 something he just came with the microphone and says not only is beautiful but he's a rapper too bye give me the mic and he put the instrumental of noti by nature opp and i had no choice and i start rapping and all the girls in the club starts yelling and then all the clubs came to me like can you come in my club do that and from that day i never stopped performing wow yeah everything happens for a reason i guess it does Oh, it does. Impressive. AJ is saying you have raw talent. Oh, mm -hmm. thank you. Hello, thank you, AJ. Hey, DJ Big Tunes and the ones and twos. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, <laughs> I guess. That's DJ Big Tunes, aka Carly. Shorty says, good as good. As fuck. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought I read. Good as fuck, baby. Yes. <laughs> So like uh, you you heard you heard you heard it here first, Keisha, featuring Jassy, featuring Shode. Hey, Coming I soon. love it! I love Coming it. Coming soon. DJ Tinegi today saying we have to do a song with Malcolm Beats. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Kochi loved it. Jennifer loved it. Maximum your 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 new fan because like saying oh my gosh she seems so fine just like her beauty yeah bye yeah bye uh -huh. <laughs> you come on ah, ah these people these people Angie is uh, clapping and sending fire now I guess I have to follow her on Instagram listen yeah she got my heart come on bro so you have to follow her on instagram you have to follow her on spotify you have to follow her on youtube and and we have to yes, check I'm all the work we did together hey, man, i'm hosting the vlog this week probably yeah. tomorrow what are you hosting the vlog oh the, the, the vlog. yeah your vlog the famous one yes i've yes. been in, i've been in the vlog once in New York. oh yeah you have when we went to, to to that chinese place not far from my hotel uh was i've before Harlem or something like that that was not, oh you remember yeah, that was yeah. not when last you, time that was when, I, when we went to buy the clothes for my baby when she was like one year yes. old or something yeah I remember what up DJIT DJIT there you go now we have two Haitians in the house <laughs> you're not alone anymore Hey, hey. Um, we have plenty of Haitians in the house. I'm sure. Plenty. Hello, Jennifer from Bena. <laughs> wow. From Bena, hey, I salute you. Your, your voice is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, Jennifer. How is, how is it in Bena? Andre is saying she's so kind. How you, how you know? I am so kind. That's so sweet. Thank she you. She might be a walking nightmare. You don't know. Keisha's lying. I am. 
So, <laughs> where, so where were we? So you start singing at three, then you went to the school of arts, right? Or you were in a music program in your school. And then, um, then what happened? So uh, did you, did, were, were you always, were you, um, Sakafet Sherry? Oh, I'll let you guys talk to each other. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, were you born in New York, Boston, or were you born in Haiti? I was born in Boston, so I'm Haitian American. So you you were always, uh, so your parents already moved from Haiti to to the Boston, US. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you did you grow up in the in the in the Haitian community or outside of it? Um, growing up, I would I guess you could say I grew up in a Haitian community, but I don't really remember anything outside of like my parents and their friends and family. So like when it comes to like neighbor wise, we didn't really talk to our neighbors like that. Okay. But. So, but in regards to like culture-wise, what I grew up in was definitely the Haitian culture, just in the U.S. Okay, is it different from in Haiti? I would say so. I feel like Haitians here over time they become a little Americanized. So mm-hmm. even like, yeah. So like when I'm in Haiti, the way they, the way like my family would eat, like from food to snacks to TV to just everything it's just like the way they speak creole like my cousins in haiti speak creole mixed with more french and my oh, family yeah, yeah. speak more creole mixed with english oh uh, yeah <laughs> so, okay yeah, okay my parents mix english english creole not mm. they'll they do a little bit but they, they can speak creole completely if they yeah, need yeah, to yeah. but then they they, they switch it. from one to the other yeah just like yeah. i mean you know uh, it's been eight years since i'm in portugal and now uh i mean when i speak with with my friends like bodhisattva we usually go from French to English all the time without really having a reason for that. Okay. We just yeah. we just go from one to the other. But sometimes I hear, sometimes I'm looking for a word in French or in English, but that's the Portuguese that comes out because we I've been here for so long now and, and at home I only speak Portuguese to my wife and kid. So it's, it's just at a point you become a product of where you are, I guess, or a mm-hmm. mix of that. That makes Man. sense. DJT says she has one. She she has one of the best voices. Keisha makes make make more music with her. I wish I could. Don't let this man fool you, okay? <laughs> Don't let him fool you. I'm waiting on beats from Keisha. Waiting. Keisha answers my messages two years later. He takes his sweet time now because he's busy on live. So don't let him fool you, okay? Don't let She's him fool you. such a liar. <laughs> all she does, <laughs> all she does is send me eight minute voice messages that's what she does that's what she's been doing for the last four years she sent me long voice notes about writer's blog about this about that about but when i send music yeah she doesn't record it that's a lie and i got beats for days that's a lie but i've been i will say thousand beats in my drive a thousand beats ready but she's always like, oh, but I don't know, I'm not sure. What to do with That's what I she will does. say, the most that my brighter is blog is has definitely gone down. a lot better since I moved to New York. I will say that. 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 I
I mm. think the energy out here has definitely helped. I wrote songs for you in like two days. <laughs> like, when could I have ever did that in the past? That's true. But listen, the inspiration is New York is special. Yeah. I know that when I walk in the streets of New York, I always have something to write about. Like, I remember when I did my second album in 99 in New York, like, I would just write songs like that. I would write my raps, like, and the... There's so much art in the in the in the city. It, it's yeah, it, it's very inspiring. It wow. is. So, uh, when did you start singing singing professionally? If I can say, if I can say that. Um, I would say like maybe around like 15, 16, but I wasn't singing my own songs yet. I was just singing at like government events. So you're saying like writing my own music 19 what, what is what is singing at government event what does that mean oh so my mom she knew a lot of people right. <laughs> and like are you one of those of are you one of those uh... wait sorry the elephant is not in the right place oh it's <laughs> important yeah you were saying your mom has connections. Yeah, so she's friends with like um, the governor. No, not the governor, the senator. Um, she, because of like the the Haitian community itself mm -hmm. and the people that were involved in the government there, she would she would connect through that, and then okay. they would need people to sing like the the so national that's, anthem. That's, that's Boston. Yes, in Boston. Is, is Boston one of the places where you have the most Haitians in, in the U.S. or or is it more Fort Lauderdale? I think it might be Florida. Okay. Because it's right, it's right near Haiti. Ah, and it's but, sunny and stuff. Yeah, I would it's, say it's probably Boston a gets cold. Boston is very cold. New York has a lot of Haitians, but I think Florida might have more. You know, <laughs> you know sure. something I realized from the night from '99 when I went to record my album with Papa Jube. Big up to Papa Jube. Uh, the Haitians in New York, they run the record industry. They everywhere. Like you, it's like they don't. It's not like they here representing, but every time you you speak to people, you realize they, a lot of them are Haitians. It's something I realize, and like when I walk with with, with Jube and them in in, in New York, uh, they know everybody. Like uh, he's, he's, he used to to run SOBs, for example. Uh, they have clubs. They have like in every record companies. They here mingling, doing their thing, and uh, that's great. That's great. So go ahead. That's so you were so you so so what what is it? What is it? Singing in government shows. Um, they're just like different events that they had to either raise money. Like during the um, earthquake, I used to sing at a lot of events. Okay. Like, <laughs> so like I know the army had did an event and they needed someone to sing the national anthem. Oh, so and okay. then, so things like that um, during Haitian flag, like this time of year, I used to go to City Hall in Boston and then they'd do the flag raising and they would have me sing the anthem, American and Haitian. Oh. Um, at one point, just American, then over time I learned the Haitian one too. That's so, nice. So that's when you were 16? Yeah, like I would say 15, 16 and up. Like even in through college, so I was like still doing a, that. You've been a pro for a long time. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really consider myself a pro. I'm still learning. So you have a, you've been a pro for a long time, and you only have like nine singles. Oh my god! I knew this was where this was going. <laughs> I knew it. No, I just, knew it. I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking. I, like, okay. So if it, if it, if it was not me pushing you, you would have three singles. Where's right. the EP? Where's the EP? It's in the process of being written. Come on. Like, the you should be in the process of the third EP. Spicy. What have you been doing? So I started off doing, you know, Kizomba and Zook. Yeah. I wasn't really a writer then. That's the thing. Writing okay. is like a completely new thing for me. Okay. I was always singing, but singing to sing and singing with feeling and emotion and connecting is a complete different singing. Like when I'm doing covers as a kid, like I didn't understand the depths of singing. I just knew that I sounded good. I'm like, okay, I sound good. Mm -hmm. Like the notes, I'm hitting all the notes. It sounds good. Yeah. I didn't realize like there has to be when you're recording music, it's more than just hitting the notes. Like you have to sound connected to the music. So there was that. And then I had to also learn how to write music. I never wrote music. Okay. My first song was like when I was like, what, 19, 18. So that was like my first song. And it was a response to Alan Cavez can't do this to me. And it was called better without you. And then from there, it was kind of like a battle because my dad didn't really want me recording music. Oh, he okay. just he knew about the industry from his you know own experience. So like oh, living so. at home with parents, it was a little bit of a struggle. So it was, it was more like I don't want you to be an artist because I don't want you to struggle struggle the way I struggled. Yeah, that and he knew how like the industry was and how men can be, and he kind of was very protective of. Yeah, so he wasn't really trying to have that. My mom was like, no, put her in the studio. She'll be fine. I'll be here. Like, let's go. So okay. because of her is why I actually started recording music because she wanted me to like record that song. And then I just, it just took me time to navigate and understand like what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm at that point now where I'm like still learning, but like I understand more of how to write in my, like how to go about writing. Just, yeah. So I that, understand. I should put more music out. I, I I hear you. So, yeah, you should put out more music. Like definitely. Like, look at me. I release a song every Friday. But you're also like a monster because you do things at the speed of light. Listen, this morning, no, it was yeah, this morning, yesterday, yesterday at 3 a.m. I've I've uh, I have this big project that I'm uh, I'm doing demos for. Uh, to be presented to a major label artist and uh so i recorded like seven reference tracks so just one minute tracks it was it was fast listening to the beat do a melody release pop mix pop 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 around 3 a.m i'm like wait a minute i don't have a song for next friday i don't have a song for the 29th of may so i took one beat that i did uh two or three days ago mm -hmm. And I just record and I improvise the lyrics. And at 4 a.m. I was mixing. At 4.30 I was done mixing. Then I went to bed. And when I woke up this morning, I just finished the mix, listened to it, to it with fresh hair, uh, fresh ears, sorry. I do my, did the automation and all that stuff. Did the mastering and uploaded it to the stores for the 29th of, of May. And I'll probably do the June June track in a few days. 
So what's your excuse? See, our writing is different, you know, like... I can write for you. Okay. Well, well, you know, we got writers here. Listen, you've said this, but I have yet to meet them, so... DJ IT can write for you. (laughs) Okay. Well, the writing is not an issue at this point. It's funding. My beats aren't free, so... You know, what you mean your beats are not my beats, free? Some of the beats that I have are not free that are on my EP, so there's that. Beats I have, I can give you beats. You haven't sent me anything. You know, how, you know how many, you know how many, how many beat makers are here listening, watching this conversation? Half of the people here are beat makers, guys. Okay, send emails with beats that say. This is for Jassy. I'll send it. Jassyworld at gmail.com. I'll send it directly. Jassyworld at gmail.com. What do you mean you can't write? I'm always open to hear. Huh? (laughs) He's saying he's the guest, right? My screen is like... Alexander Shaw is saying, tell her, Keisha. Yeah. Come on. Too many excuses. I'm not, I'm just telling you what it is. I've never said that, like, I don't agree with you. I understand, like, I should be moving faster. The thing is this. It's not just. (laughs) Yo, everyone is coming. I'm getting text messages talking about, excuse (laughs) me. Everybody's waiting on some heats. No excuses. Listen, I I understand that back in the days, the norm was working like Shade. One album every 10 years. Taking all Ooh, your time to. Shout out and let you. I ain't gonna let him do that to you. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, we are we're coming together as upcoming artists, and we are going to get it together, and we're gonna put putting on music. So you have listen. to because you know people forget. I know so fast that the, all this time that you you know I, I remember me being in the studio with Ali Angel. I come to his house, he's mixing a beat, and he's mixing the snare drum. So I come, we order some food, we hear, we talk, we chill, da 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 da, we have conversation, and he's mixing the snare drum. So I arrive there around 2 p.m. When I leave at 2 a.m., and I already receive my beats, whatever I came to do, he's still mixing the snare drum. I come back the next day to work on some more stuff and he's still mixing the snare drum. And the next day, he's still mixing the snare drum. And I'm like, Ali, listen, I understand that you are a perfectionist. I understand that you are doing a bunch of stuff. No, 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 listen, I'm putting a a reverse reverb for the snare drum. Listen, I was like, listen, you do the best mixes, but everything you've been doing for three days is exactly what the mp3 compression will remove when this goes on itunes all the these things that only you can hear and your idea yeah but i'm mixing in 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 24 beats and 96 kilohertz listen it will end up being an mp3 and people will listen on their phone through the speakers yeah some people will will understand what you're doing and they will look for the high quality version but that's one person every ten thousand people 
So I'm not saying do bad work. I'm saying just release those songs. And I know a lot of artists, they're looking for the perfection. Yeah. And they're looking for the perfection perfection so much that they don't release. And when once they reach where they wanted to go with the song, they are tired of the song themselves. So when so when you That's tell true. them, yeah, but release them. But nah, the song is old. What you mean it's old? Ah, oh, I've been listening I to it for. Yeah, but listen, the thing is, <laughs> the thing Same is, thing even if you have been listening to it for a, a, a year, for the rest of the world, it's a new song. You know who has, who does that a lot? Elisio. Elisio oh. made me listen to forty songs. He has 40 songs. Me and Elisio have a song together. I should ask him about that song. <laughs> like, Listen, where is that song at? That's Elisio. That's Elisio has songs that he records. The songs are perfect. Back, I can hear a song playing. Playing, playing. So if I call him like, in three weeks, I'm going to hear the song for three weeks. And I'm like, so what's going on with the song? Now I'm changing this, I'm changing that, I'm changing you know, And I'm like, bro. When I heard the song two months ago, it was finished. So why don't you release it? No, no, I need to. I need... Same for his music videos, same for his stuff. And, and what happens is that at a point, he's just tired of the songs and he doesn't release them. So he has like 40 songs that he made me listen to of Kizomba. Those songs are fire. And he just decided that he's not releasing anything because now he wants to do reggaeton. And I was like, yeah, but bro, you can release them anyway. That's catalog catalog is passive income and a lot of you guys that's what you do you work for for stuff for so much time you you want to find that and and i understand it's great to craft but i would i would say that sometimes I'm, I'm in the crafting i have some songs that I, it took me 10 years to release uh songs like uh, i have a song in my album called bbmm it took me 10 years to release because I rewrote the song 10 times. In every album that I wanted to, to put it, I was like, it's too early. People wouldn't understand the beat, whatever, whatever. And I kept not releasing that song. But this is something I would, I would do on one song at a time, not all the songs. I also have songs like Bien Plus Fort Que Memo that I wrote while I was laughing and they become hits. And listen, I wrote the lyrics like, il m'est arrivé de te laisser tomber. <laughs> Cheesy as fuck. And I, I, I write those lyrics like that. And the, wor the worst part, you know what, is like when you write for me, you can write like that. But when you write for That's yourself, so true. when you write for yourself, all of a sudden, you, you tend I to, and you, and you, you tend to think that it's going to change something, but it doesn't change nothing. Actually, the people... Yes, they listen to the lyrics. Yes, uh, uh, when you when you put the right word somewhere, uh, or you rhyme, they of course they love it. The people who who care, but ninety five percent of the people are drunk in the club listening to your song, or it's in the back while they're having sex. So, nice. yeah. So, I'm not saying the lyrics and the quality doesn't matter. It does matter. But the thing is this, you usually have great beats and you have an amazing voice and you have great lyrics anyway. So 
if you release the song at 95%, it's still gonna be a, a thousand percent for the rest of the world. Even if for you, because listen, when I listen to my own songs, I have so much, yeah, I got so much, um, I could say so much stuff about my songs when I listen to them. Ah, fuck, I should have done this, or oh, I didn't pronounce that right, or whatever. But the fact that I appreciate the fact that music is, is just raw, and I just like release it as is, and I let people take it, mm-hmm. it helps me work fast, actually. Like, when I wrote yesterday, I really was like, I really recorded it as it came out. I, I didn't like change one sentence. I was just like, yeah, uh, I get into the club. How did I enter? Nah, don't be a fool. Not not from, I didn't enter by the VIP. I went, I came from the Bass Street because that's how the players do. That's it. Yeah, I like this sentence. Go. And I record that. And uh, yeah, I could go back and change and say, oh, you know, oh, this, let's go. You know, I have to release a song. And I, I started to respecting my own deadlines because uh, the artistry sometimes can be, yeah, the artistry can sometimes prevent you from, from, from releasing the, the song. That's true. It's funny that you're having this conversation alive because this is the type of conversations we have all the time. <laughs> well, we yeah. used to have them wait. I've gotten so much better. It's so true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yes, I've gotten better. I'm not. I'm not where I need to be, but I've definitely grown, for sure. Yeah, you did. You did. Thank you. Thank you. Max saying, "Can we hear that song, Keisha?" I'm not sure what song you're talking about. The one that you just told the story about. Oh, the one that I'm releasing. You can hear yeah. it in ten ten days. There we go. In ten days, it comes out. Coming soon. But uh, you can see on my YouTube channel, there's a video where I'm making the beats. It's called uh, Sol Tarasha or something. When I'm testing Logic 10.5, that's uh, that's one. Alexander is saying, this must have been a hell of a snare drum. Listen, it sounded exactly the way as the rest of his snare drum sound. That's the worst part of it. It's like, he would, he would mix the song, the snare, the same snare again, compared to everything. And I was like, bro, why don't you just mix it one time, resample it, and use it all the time the same way? Since to me, they all sound the same. No, you don't hear the small variations. That I was like, Ali, nobody hears. <laughs> it's like, artist, artist. Uh, Ali Angel was definitely a perfectionist. He is. What happened to Ali Angel? He's here. He's, um, Go check his Instagram. He just released a cover of a Jocelyn Berroir song. That's nice. Ali's, uh, I think he prefers to be less in the front. I, I love his music. I love his, uh, I loved him as a solo artist, but I think he, he, he's more comfortable in the back producing, playing, playing, playing live. I should. I should have a live with, with Ali Angel. I will make sure her box is full of my beats. I hope we won't get more excuses. I want to hear more of her voice. I don't know why, but that sounded very pornographic. Yeah, I was like, um, make sure okay. her box. I mean, I understand it's the mailbox, but Maximum, you're strange today. 
Eduardo! What up? Eduardo! Uh-huh. CV Beats is here. Listen, if you need some old school style uh, Cap Verde looking Cap Verde Compa songs, CV Beats is the one. We did a. I'll send you the link of the video where all the beat makers here were sending their 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 beats, and we did a whole beat listening session. It was great. DJ is saying music is about the soul. That's true. Denzel is saying okay. I love it. Hey Denzel, dope, dope, dope singer. I actually did a oh. shoot for him the other day. Yeah. He's actually the guy that's in drink that with me. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> wait a minute. Drink that the video or drink that the song or both? Yeah, drink that the, the no the love interest and drink that. Oh, he's a singer too. He's a singer, yeah. How was it, Denzel? Denzel, Sh speak a, up. <laughs> shooting a porn music video. Oh my God, it was not. Far Christine from it. Lucien is saying good evening from the U.S. Good evening, Christine. Good evening, Christine. So yeah, go ahead. So what are you what so talk to me about your EP? Well, I have some I have a songwriter. Mm -hmm. His name is Jay Carell. He wrote the a part of two songs actually. I have one song featuring him and then one song that's just me. Okay. I love the songs dearly. Mm -hmm. And then I have a song with you. Yeah, that you do? I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, did I hear it? Uh, yeah, you sent me a melody reference to it. Okay. It's like an Afro beat-ish type of vibe. Is it the one that um, uh, C-Mart did? Okay, mm -hmm. okay. I remember which one. Okay. I remember that. I, I had the chorus in, that, in the head now. I remember that one. I like it. It's, that's the one. That's the, You know, I wanted that beat. I gave it to you, but I wanted it for me. Yes, you did. That means I really have to figure it out. <laughs> really I figure it out. That's easy. I don't have a picture. I released the song. Well, but that one, I, I feel like I kind of... So the other ones are done. I'm just like, he wrote them. Like, he wrote the verses. So I have to, like, re-record it in the way I would sing it. Okay. So that's actually been a challenge in itself. Because I've never had a songwriter write verses for me. Okay. Like, usually if I'm writing with someone, we're kind of going back and forth. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's been a challenge, um, I, but it's been interesting. Actually, the, the the it's the first time I do that too, and it was the two songs you wrote for me on my album. Because usually I write my songs, so it's strange that when I was listening to the way you sing it, and and you sing so much better than me, uh, <laughs> that it was like I was. Then I had, but the secret is this: like, not try to sing like the other person. Just yeah. understand what you did, and then make it your way. Yeah. And those songs exactly. are those songs are dope. Thanks. Yeah, they're so beautiful. I can't wait for you to release them so I can finally listen to them again. In the album. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, the, my friends are literally having group chats about this live right now. <laughs> and they're like popping What do you mean? Your friends are having group chats? Penny Fatat of, of... is actually one of them. He's uh, a great, great artist as well from okay. New York. CV Beats is saying, yeah, she did a great song with Margie, Better Without You. I love that yes. song. Yes. See? That was, a, that was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, Mark is a beast. Mark is so good. Actually, Mark produced one of my songs that, like, charted in my Kinzomba is number seven. I remember it because I have oh, the video. Oh, wow, nice. 
It's like numero set, Jassy, love me your way. Hey, so that- I remember that song. I think, I think, I think, uh, I think I own the publishing of that song. You probably do. Because at that time, Mark was was signed to my publishing, and uh, I think he, he, yeah, I had I had to protect all those songs. That's that's actually one of the first time I saw your name, and then that's when I I started listening to all these songs since I was I was. Uh, protecting them and stuff and uh I, I like i really wanted mark to to be the sushi roll of of the u.s i really wanted him to do that and uh yeah things turned out different i should have him on the live such a talented guy oh god <laughs> i'm a warn mark like by the way <laughs> actually you know i still have like five beats that Mark did for me that I still didn't use yet. And they're here, they're ready, they're mixed. All I need to do is sing on them. So I'm keeping them. But I have to I have to I have to call him. He's been he's been he's been doing a lot of live shows with Denis Grasas. So he's been going to Cabo Verde back and forth. Uh, since everybody's on quarantine, I should actually use that time to call him. You and, should. Uh, and get some 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 new beats. So Denzel is saying, I was glad to be a part of the Drink That Visual. Amazing song, amazing vibe. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Mm-hmm. We bet you were. <laughs> oh my God. DJT is saying, get it done. Stop waiting. Heard you. Heard you. Side note, I love something for you. That's a certified hit. Thank you. Oh my God, yes. That know, is you know, it's been Denzel playing. talked about He's been playing in, in, in radios in Nigeria. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. In the, the region, uh, I forgot the name, C-Mark knows. I've never been there, so I don't, I don't really know the, the area, but yeah. It's a real vibe. True, true, true. It definitely is. Maximum is saying, I just feel alive, bro. Don't worry. I am worried. I'm, wor- <laughs> I'm worried for my protege here. Yes, about, that, I want to I feel her you, box. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but Keisha's my mentor. She keeps me in check. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm watching. He got comfortable. I'm not sure who you're talking about, but he did. Maybe I was talking about so many things at the same time. So, what is the percentage of the completion of your album, of your of your EP? I don't like giving out dates. No, I mean, it is saying bring the purple hair back. I've had so many colors. I'm like, which version yeah. of purple? I've had dark. I've had light. I like the red. I've had red. What? There's a lot of colors I haven't done yet. Okay, but... so I'm not. Ta- I'm not saying when is it coming out. I'm saying what is the percentage of completion? I would say. Well, I'm gonna. So originally I wanted to do an eight song EP, but I realized because I had set such a high number, it was like even more intimidating. So I was like, okay, if I what do a you four mean song, intimidating. Because I didn't have that first first and foremost, the time frame that I wanted to release it, I didn't have that many songs done and I wasn't trying to just like rush through it. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't find enough beats that I actually liked. Like 
people were sending me R&B beats and I'm like, eh, the melody, it wasn't clicking. Then I would hear other beats and I'm like, eh, it's not, it's not clicking. It's not to say that the beats are nice. I always let the people know that send me beats. Like your beats are nice, but it just doesn't connect to me. Mm. So it's just that I just wasn't connecting to anything. And I have to feel, it's very hard for me to write to a beat that I don't like. So luckily I liked the two beats that you sent me to write to. <laughs> I liked one more than the other, but I liked Which both one? of them. Um, Wait, I'll tell you which one you liked the, the, the best. Okay. You liked the more, you liked the best. Um, let me check my album folder. Okay. I got 36, so 36 songs done. Four to go. And I'm releasing. I'm excited. It don't feel like. Uh, I think the one you preferred is... Uh, touch the moon. Yes. I know it. I love that beat. I love that beat. I think I did that beat. That beat touch is very pretty. Yeah. I love like, that. The, the worst part is like, you know, I'm a because I'm 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 not just a I'm not just an exec. I'm also an artist. Um, I don't struggle a lot with that because I'm, I'm not selfish but sometimes you hear a song and you're like oh my god like like sometimes i do a beat of course i think like when i did deeper rebound chick for nelson freitas i was like huh that's that would be a cool beat for me but then i don't i don't mind sending them anyway i'm saying nah let me let him have it I'm, i have i have what i need or i don't have an album right now or something uh but I know that when I heard that song with your voice, I was like, wow, she should sing it. But then I was like, nah, <laughs> give it. I remember you saying that. And I was like, honestly, I hear you, but I did not write it with the intention of me even having it at all. Like but, I thought of you yeah, and I understand. your life. But you know, you know, so. I, you know, how, like I did a song, uh, I did that beat and I really wanted somebody to, to write for me in Portuguese. Uh, in a way that I, I, I don't have enough vocabulary to do it myself. So I went to see Cuatro Pedro's house and I said, bro, please, uh, I need you to write that song for me. And we're like, oh, yeah, no problem. So now he's writing the song and he puts himself on Instagram singing the song. But just doing the demo saying, yo, I'm writing this song like for, for somebody, it's still a secret. So, I'll have, he's like, oh, can I can I post when I'm, I'm recording? Yeah, 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 go ahead, post, no problem. I don't have a problem with that. So now he's, he's here singing the song and stuff. And you have like hundreds of comments under hitting where everybody's like, oh my God, when are you releasing this? This is amazing. This is going to be your best song. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I come to his house. I come to his house like uh, after two, three days. And so I'm like, you done recording the song? So he makes me listen to the, the demo. Mm. And uh, his, his girlfriend opens the door. And like, she usually never comes when, when, she, when we work, we're working. Like, but she comes in and she, she says, she says, that's a very nice song. I think that's my favorite song of you, boo, bye. And then I look at him, I was like, 
okay you want the song and it's like oh yeah and that's how i released the the song sale so to me i mean it's not a problem because you know wait is sale the weekend fall in love again i wanna do no. it all Okay. No, that oh, one that one I did for him after. That uh, one I did for him after, maybe two months later. But sale uh, was actually for my album. So sale was like a it was like this flute going on and then uh go shoot to a book etc etc and uh yeah I mean you know when I heard his demo I was like this is such a perfect song for him and even in a in the in a as a businessman i was well listen if i let him have the song i would actually i will actually make way more money from copyright if it becomes one of his singles and he actually made it a single he made a video and this this was banging in the clubs like in 2017 that was his his hit so yeah i was getting my 50 percent share of the copyright and this was released by sony he's been playing it in shows and stuff so i was like yeah i can sacrifice a beat and then i was like okay you can have it but right on this right now so that's how i had malembe malembe which is oh but, my favorite one of my faves you. you see so i i gave him a banger in exchange i had another banger and uh and of course uh when i do song and i when i give songs to 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 big artists i i have a one-year close when after one year i can put them in my compilation so i can also uh, make money from the catalog so yeah so good it all works out in the end maximum is listening to the track next to me on youtube great vibe oh thank you Sale mm -hmm. with a C. AJ saying, Jassy, I can see you have a real passion for music. Love how you just start singing. Thank you. I do. She does. Do. She's been singing since she was free, guys. Damn it. Crazy. crazy. <laughs> so, uh, other than your EP that is taking, well, it's been a, it's been a year. It's been a year since what? You started working on this EP? No. Jennifer is saying, I was so happy to participate this evening, so I wish you a great night. Keep it up. Keep it up like that, Jassy and BK, because you're doing a great work. Bless from Bina. I love you. Thanks, Jennifer. Stay safe in Bina. Yeah, you've been, you've been working on the EP for a long time, sis. That is not the... No, 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 no. At one point, I was not even working on my EP because I was writing for... I was on music with Seymour, with you. There was another artist. So, like, at one point, I, and I was... What's his name? I'm blinking on his name now. Um, hmm. hmm. I can't remember. But multiple, multiple Nigerian artists that I was working with so I'm gonna figure out his MX. Does it have a song oh, with yeah, MX? Yeah. So at one point I was writing so much. I'm thinking I have all these songs piled up for my EP, and then I stopped and realized none of them were for my EP. So I've been taking the time years. Well, and so what happened to that. all these songs that you did with Seymour? So 
I have to ask him. One of them, I the artist hit me up the other day. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be released, like I think, in a few months, like two months. Okay. Um, the one with Seymour, I think, is gonna be on his EP. I actually have a song I'm writing right now for Seymour too. It's gonna be on his EP, so that should be released soon too. Um, the one with MX, I have to ask MX to be quite honest. I have no idea what the. Yeah, me too. You know, I've recorded a lot of songs with these guys, and I don't know where they are. I recorded like five or six and none of them came out and none of them came out. everything yeah. I recorded in exchange because I do a lot of exchanges instead of asking for money or whatever. Sometimes it's, it's so easier to do exchange because it's catalog. And uh, so I exchanged, I exchanged like five songs for five songs. I recorded five songs for a bunch of these guys in Nigeria and they recorded with, with me in exchange. All my songs are released already long time and there's I'm like, why are, people, why are people taking so much time to release a song? Like, it's it's done, release. Uh, yeah, that one I don't understand because my vocals are engineered and ready to go. So I'm like, I don't know yeah. what else you guys, because they send me the songs and all I have to do is fill in my exactly. part. Exactly. So what are you, what, what are you, what I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I read, so that's, that's the interesting part. Maybe it's because we see it from our point of view of, um, in our point of view, Sophie is saying hi, Jesse. Great work. Oh, See you Wednesday. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, sis. Oh. Shout out from Texas. That's my sister. Oh, shout out, Sophie. The yeah. thing is, like, we tend to see sometimes the market the way we have it here, and limited internet, electricity, whatever, whatever. When uh, a lot of these guys in Africa, they don't, they they might not have the bandwidth to be able to go do the operations like we do them because the thing is different. I was reading a very interesting article about um, about how the um, people in people in uh, in uh, in South Africa, for example, mm -hmm. are doing everything in WhatsApp and they're not even releasing the tracks a lot of times once they're done releasing a track they make it blow through by whatsapp messages they send the mp3 to all their dj friends who send to a lot of friends and then it goes in groups and that's how songs blow up out there oh wow yeah that's it's crazy not even on streaming platforms. yeah yeah i mean a lot of them end up being on streaming platforms but way before they arrive there like uh, for example come uh, come which is a style that i love or i'm a piano i love of these tracks they are done by producers who are in the in the, in the ghettos of Soweto or, or Alexandra or these places in, in, in South or Pretoria in South Africa. And a lot of them, they yeah, they have a they have a laptop free loops, but they really don't have like all the infrastructure. They don't have accounts to to put the music out there until they get signed by those 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 record companies out there that then these guys put them on all the platforms. But most of them they become famous just because they have songs that are going from whatsapp to whatsapp and then when a dj hears when a dj plays something and somebody not, doesn't know the song and they were like oh i want to know what is this song usually what they do is they just go to to the dj and they say hey what is this song yeah send it to me on whatsapp and that's how music is is spreading out there and I, I, it was super interesting to me and it's true that all the all the artists i know from south africa usually they send me their tracks by 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 whatsapp all the time and i always tell them yeah send me the spotify link or i'll, I'll go check it out on spotify so you can make some money 
and they don't really care about that because it's it's still like out there it's still the gig economy everybody's still they, to eat they, they they do shows or they do they do dj gigs so. it's kind of like the the 2020 version of handing out a cassette <laughs> exactly yeah 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 exactly listen i remember when i was handing my cassettes to people that's actually how i work with my, my first my, my my only manager for 20 years i just had my cassette and i was like listen to this telephone and bounce baby we signed a contract a week later wow look at you superstar I completely agree with you, DJ T. Jassy should do a Guyad. She would destroy it. That would be actually kind of cool. Listen, that would be cool. Okay, you just came up with that too. So someone needs to make the beat and you can help me write that. Because you look like you already have an idea. I think I know who I can talk to to have the beat. Okay, let's do it. Because you know, I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to do a good Guyad for a long time now. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna the, say something else. <laughs> like, f- let me break myself. Now you know, like, I'm, I'm, sometimes when I do want to do something, I want to do it myself. But there's so much beat makers, so many beat makers out there that, uh, yeah, sometimes you just find somebody and ask for a beat or two and do a deal. You know, like, I'll sing on whatever song you want. Give me a beat. And uh, there's a lot of guys. Like, yeah, we can talk to a lot of people. Like. I know all of them, or, or I know people that know them. So, you know, that's true. Like, just find out who makes the who makes the best beats, who makes the best guyad, and ask like a few beats and just rock them. That would be cool. That would be cool. Because you never did a compa. Um, I think the closest thing I have to compa is better without you. Because okay. there's like a compa-ish moment yeah, feel. Yeah, Mark always had that. Yeah. Compa, compa-ish. Kizomba, yeah. Yeah. He's always been a fan of of, uh, of the compa vibe. But like, yeah, good, 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 good. Like, it's it's true that, um, you know, sometimes we, we, you are in your world and you're working with a lot of, of people from your area and you forget to open up to other people. Uh, and I mean, I'm very open to a lot of people, but it's true that I would love to make more collaboration with Haitian artists. The worst part is like, they're all down for it. We all talk about it all the time, but you know, uh, then things don't happen. Uh, I got like all the Martelli sons, like telling me that whenever you want, let's do a track. We've been talking about this for years. Uh, uh, I, I want this so many people that I, I took to. Okay, Sha, I know who makes the best soulful Guyad beats. Yeah. There you go. Send me a WhatsApp. Talk to them. Tell them I need four beats. It's coming. What he said. What he said. Oh, this way. What he said. Who? <laughs> You, you, I'm like, what am I the point? There you go. What he said. I, oops, I said good things. <laughs> oh I'm going to make it happen. Need some beats. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually, like, 
I also want to, I, I, I've been talking for, for years with uh, DJ Cinq Etoiles that did the, 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 the Compa remix of, uh, the Saint-Clan remix of uh, Bien Plus Fort Que Mode that has been a huge hit and it's one of my biggest streaming songs actually. And uh, same thing, those are people that we should make a track together. But you know the thing is like, everybody's in, 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 in all corners of the world and everybody's just doing their thing. So you have to sometimes take the time to make it happen. Agreed. DJ Sankatwal is dope. He's mad cool. DJ ITC, you cannot take 10 years to write it. I promise. You know what though? Certain beats are very like, I already know. Like the one that we did, you can follow me anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That, I pumped that out in like a day. I was like, I already, when you send it to me, I was like, I already know what I'm going to say. This is easy. Send it to me. But <laughs> Some I, beats, I'm like, but it's did, just. Did like, I already, you know, sometimes I know that when I work with C-Mart, what makes it easier, is super easy for me to do it is that the song is already done. And sometimes, you know, you, you already like that. You, 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 there's a whole vibe there already. They have the lyrics. They know what they're talking about. So you just, yeah, you just add a verse. It's it's so easy when a song is already done. Where whereas like when you have just a beat. Me, I don't have these problems. Me, like, I think I'm all. It's hard to have me not inspired by a beat. If I'm not inspired by a beat, it means that I just don't like the beat. So I'm not even doing it. But uh, most of the time, if I like a beat, I can, I can just, the only thing that prevents me sometimes to record is just being lazy. Other than so that. That's why you think that when we don't write, we're lazy because when you don't write, that's what it means. No. You know, sometimes I don't write because uh, I don't want to. It's not laziness. It's just... I want somebody else to write for me. Sometimes, you know, like these days I've been having people write for me. I mean, not it's only you actually. Uh, sometimes just because uh, to have something different to say, you know, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have come with touch the moon. See what I mean? Like the lyrics, the, 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 the vibe in it. That's not my vibe. It's not the things I really usually write. And it's great to have somebody else write for you sometimes, like because it's gonna take the song somewhere else, and then, then you can change a thing here and there to to fit your narrative. But it's great to also listen to ideas of others. And uh, I think uh, the fact that I'm making a lot of writing camps for other artists, and I'm so you're forced to collaborate with other people, and uh, there's no ego problem because usually it's three people in the studio, and the song is already decided that it's gonna be shared 33%, 33% each. So it's not a question of I have to write or my idea has to go because it's not going to change anything. You're going to get this, you're going to get the same amount of copyright. So we can now focus on doing the best song for the artist and we are not working for ourselves. We're working for other artists. So we work for for uh, with that camp. Some tracks went to, to Anita, Madonna, uh, Juan Magan, Pitbull, uh, uh, those I'm doing right now, I cannot say the names, but those are big, big, big artists. So, you know, it's um, it, 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 it's, a, it's a great exercise because you realize that some people have great ideas, you know, and, uh, and the great thing with this is this, like, when we are in the position where we are, 
we are all independent artists, mm -hmm. which means that we all own our songs, right? Mm -hmm. We own our masters. So it, it matters less if we also own the writing share or the composition share because you own something anyway. So I can have a song where I'm just interpret, somebody else wrote it, somebody has composed, and I own the song. I'm still gonna make my money from owning the song and they're gonna make their money from the copyright. And I have enough songs that I own everything. I own the publishing, I own the, the writing, I own the composing, I own the song, the master. So yeah, you can say, yeah, yeah, write it for me or compose. I remember back in the days when we didn't have the budget, I remember the, in 2003, I released my album. I produced all the beats, almost 95% of the beats. I'd released uh, the album of Sumia the same year. I did 95% of the beats. I released Elysio's al album the same year. I did 95% of the beat. And then ABG, I did probably 60% of the beats. Four albums in one year where I was just producing everything. And it's not because I didn't want to work with other producers. It's just we didn't have the money to pay uh, the beat makers. So, and then we became huge because of all these albums blew up. Now, not only we have not only we have the money, but then everybody want to work with us. So now I don't even need to pay the beats because I can do exchanges with people. And I'm like, yeah, you need beats from me for your artists? Yeah, well, do a beat for me. And that's how, you know, then you can network and do some great business. So yeah, it's just a different, uh, it's a different thing. And I think in the day and age we are, you know, sometimes we hear like wanting to own the song like so bad, like, uh, and then you realize that the Justin Bieber, the Rihanna's, they they just come, they hear a demo, they're like, yeah, I like that, you know. And, and the fun part is now I'm, I'm doing those demos for those people. And when you do those demos, you realize that, yeah, you know, they, they come, they, they like your song and they, they say, oh, I want 25% of the writing, even if I didn't do nothing, but because I'm going to make the song blow up from my name, you're still going to make a lot of money from that. So yeah, we, we give them whatever percent of, of, of what we should own because we know that it's gonna bring us way more than if it came out on, on, on our small markets. So it's a win for everybody. Mm -hmm. And, and then, then you start seeing this whole thing differently. Like writing camps is amazing. Like we should do writing camps. You know, it's a, even with the quarantine, I really believe that um, it's actually an amazing moment to do Zoom conversations and just everybody has a beat and we just, write songs together we actually write super fast together like i think i never That's wrote true. i never wrote so fast i remember when we did the blaya album we did the Blaya album so two two years ago three years ago we did that album in three days not not joking in three days and every morning it would be five studios at the same time with one beat makers and two writers and and at the end of the day, we had like 10, 12 songs. And then the next day, another 10, 12 songs. And then the next day, another 10 songs. And then they just picked the best songs and the album was out. And like, when I remember how fast we did that album, of course, then she has to record everything, etc. So it took, some, it took another like two, three, four, five months. And then when it's, and now she's on tour. I mean, 
not now nobody's on tour right now but then she she's been on tour and like my copyright money from that album is amazing and you know it made me think of there's a lot of things that we could have done back in the days like back when i was working with section zook and all the zook artists we could have done way more work together but you know that's how people are they're selfish maximum records your new boyfriend is saying i'm listening to jassy bed medicine i <laughs> oh, just love the voice he's, so he's like he's, he's, not, so he's not even he's not, he doesn't like he, he probably put the the live somewhere but he's busy record listening to like your whole catalog go ahead i hope oh, you're man. listening on spotify let her get yeah, that money yeah, that, that was a while ago. That was when I first started learning how to really sing with emotion. Shout out to Michael. Mm. He was like really helping me kind of like, that was like the first time I learned how to really do that. Yeah. And, and continued learning. And then when I moved to New York, I got a vocal coach. And then I kind of understood it a lot more after that. I always wanted to get a vocal coach. Yeah, you should. I mean, they're great. Like, I feel like yeah. my vocal coach, Akela, she helps me when it comes to performing. Mm -hmm. I feel like singers, we get winded easily. So working out and singing at the same time is very good to work to help like strengthen that. Okay. Um, and she also teaches me how to sing so that my throat doesn't start to feel tired. Mm, I'd love to do that. I don't listen. Yeah. The thing is this: for a long time, I I was scared that learning the technique of singing because I don't know what I do. I just do it. I just know it sounds good, but mm -hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing actually. But Sometimes, sometimes you talk to somebody who knows techniques and he just tells you, oh, you know, these things that you go from A to R to do, you could just do it from A to C. And, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. And, uh, but you're scared that too much technique would make you lose your, um, the, the rawness say. of it. Yeah. Like, you know, you're scared that knowing too much stuff will change your your the, the the reason why people love you actually so that's funny that you said that because i had a friend who actually used to play for me guitar he went to berkeley he heard volley and he told me volley should have went volley 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 like it should have went up instead of down like volley 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 yeah. and i'm like that sounds better than volley 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 it doesn't i don't in the hook like it just it didn't make sense i'm like Sometimes I feel like when you learn so much, you can become too technical. Exactly. And it takes away from, like you said, the runners. That's why from when you said arts. exactly what you mean. Because I feel like a lot of Berkeley kids that I would like be cool with, some of them aren't, aren't like that, but some of them are. Like they're so technical yeah. that it's like, oh, this is how it's supposed to go. But it's like, but that's not what the feeling is. Like I exactly. don't feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I really had that. I always had that. I always was scared to take piano lessons, to take uh, vocal lessons and whatever, because I, yeah, I mean, inside of the auto-tune it works, you know? And uh, maybe if I learn to do it like by myself in a certain way, I might lose the that feeling. And all of a sudden I, I might have some automatisms that just ruin the, the experience. I mean, it would be something great too, because I guess now you know how to do it in, in, in the right way or whatever. Um, Cause sometimes I hear stuff in my head. I hear like uh, chord progressions, 
but because I don't know the names, I don't know. I don't know the names either. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then I cannot do them. I end up doing something else. And sometimes I wish yeah. I could, I could maybe have the basis to know when I want to do uh, like some gospel stuff or whatever. So I could deliver what's in my head. But at the same time, that's how I did all these hits. So, yeah. But I, I might, you know. You shouldn't be completely. I, I understand what you mean, though. Yeah, just I find the good. It, maybe find the, the, the middle ground. Yeah, but yeah. Creativity is a gift, but it takes discipline to execute. I completely agree. Jennifer saying thanks for explaining this. You're welcome. You're welcome. Jen. <laughs> you abbreviating her name? What are you? Listen, like, I, we've 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 known each other for a oh, long yeah. time. Like this is like you know internet friendship. Like we never met, but I think we start following each other on. Uh, I think it was on Flickr or Twitter, and like then. It just goes from like, there's a lot of people that I met on. I have a team of people, a crew of like, I have a group of people that I met on back on Flickr. So that's back before Instagram and all that. And then yeah. we just became a, I think photography was the passion that, that, um, yeah, that united us. And then from the photos, you, then Twitter, then Twitter started existing, and we all went on Twitter, and then we went from Twitter to Instagram, and then and then they are on all my socials, they are there, and every time we, we there's a new platform, we all meet there, we all follow each other there, and it's like yeah, like I think yeah, it was Flickr, exactly, Jen. So that was probably Cute. Flickr. That's That's before the iPhone. So that's like, or maybe that's first year of the iPhone. No, no, that was before everything was mobile. So that's like, yeah, 2006, 2007 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, it's like we, we, we see each other grow from far away and being near at the same time. Yeah, around 2006, something like that. And you know, you, you see everybody, the evolution of all of us, you know, because we all follow our lives without ever seeing each other. And like, there's something I never did uh, that I should have done. Maybe was do that. Those are, uh, you know, when people that know each other on the internet all meet together somewhere. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of people that have. Did we know each other from the internet? I mean, technically through Mark. But, but from yeah. the internet. At first, yeah, because I didn't, we didn't actually end up like, because you're overseas. Like, yeah, you're yeah. Like, I remember our first conversation, our first long phone conversation was years after talking online. I think even after doing a song together, that's when yeah, we start. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's when we start, like, one day we were just like, okay, let me call her. I remember it was on one of my walks, and boom. That sounds right. It's a pain that I discover this episode, and I love it. I miss those times with Sumi, Ali, Joanna, BG. Hey, welcome, yes. Edgar. Hello. Man, I love all the music that derived from Zook. And Keisha, you are still the best beat maker in this style. You're like a Tim Banana or a Dr. Dre in Zook Kizomba sound. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. 
CVBC saying I got kicked out of piano piano class for playing Cap Virgin music. Fuck what the hell? Yeah. What the hell? How they gonna do you like that? Yo, that's not cool. Squeezy saying yeah. What up, Squeeze? Squeeze is here. <laughs> yes, you married with a kid now. Two kids. Listen, Jennifer, when we start talking, I had zero kids. And I was oh. I was a ladies' man and I was taking a lot of photos and putting everything on Flickr and I was like traveling around the world performing and every time I would do a show, I would put all the photos on Flickr. And then I remember I remember exactly when a, 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 an app called Bourbon started doing on mobile what what Flickr should have become and then uh it 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 because in 2007 that's when Twitter started and then this app called Bourbon was doing exactly was Twitter for photos and then I remember I started using that app I start I start liking it and we start all on our because everybody was starting to have iPhones so we all start going to bourbon to put our photos because it was easier to use than Flickr that did that still didn't have an app for the iPhone it was so simple to just take a photo with your phone and put, upload it to bourbon and then in 2008 I think bourbon changed their names to Instagram I was there. So you had an Instagram before I had an Instagram? Listen, I had an Instagram before you had an Instagram. That's for sure. That's wild. <laughs> I didn't have an iPhone, so I stuck with Flickr. Yeah, because I remember also when oh, I, when Instagram, Instagram went from uh, iPhone only to Android. I went from 3,000 followers to 10,000 the same day. And I also remember when Instagram became something is what when Justin Bieber got on Instagram, like everybody arrived at the same time when he arrived. And then the Kardashians were there and it was, it was yeah. over. It was over. Keisha has been on all the platform. That is true. Trust me. I have an X on every platform. <laughs> Squeezy said, I loved something for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was hard to make her sing for me. She's such a superstar. Like, First of all, I sent you that pretty fast. I remember. I remember I didn't even have a mic stand. Shout out to my little mic in the background. I didn't even have a mic stand. I held the mic. Let me show mic you the mic you record with. My... You want to see it? Yeah. Okay. Come on, babe. Come here. They want to see you. This is my baby. What model is this? It sounds like uh is it a Rode Audio Technica? It's so, the Rode NT oh, NT. Is this the USB one? No, that that's the XLR one. Sure. <laughs> like you would ask me <laughs> some technical no, questions. So the USB is the one that has uh just a USB in the back and the XLR that has it was as that cable with the free so it's that one. That's Isn't the XLR. So you have to put it through a, a, a interface. An interface. Yeah. Because I, I bought I bought for Vanda May, I bought her a USB one. 
when she just plugs it to her computer. Oh, that's actually. When she, when she moved to London, uh, that's what that was easier for her to record like that. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, my baby. This was ba- back then. I was moving so much. I lost all the pieces, oh, and okay. I had to just hold the mic. So my vocals were literally recorded by just me holding the mic. I don't even know oh how out like crap because this mic is so sensitive if you touch it you can hear it like yeah. anything hear it you touch anything on this thing you'll hear it so like yeah that was interesting i don't know how i got i, I figured that out but i Listen, did i recorded a whole album i think my fifth album one of my most famous album i recorded everything in a hotel with one laptop and a usb mic that was just awesome. and i had a mini stand it was like on the desk of every hotel where I was going and I was just recording songs at night before the show. So since we perform in clubs around 3 a.m. So around, around, I don't know, between midnight and 2 a.m. I would record songs and just leave the vocals there and then dump everything on the big, big computer. And nobody ever told me, oh, they sound different. Everybody was just like, oh my God, the studio must have been so expensive. Like, if you if only you knew and i'm talking about like if i'm talking about i'm talking about 2005 so you know one day uh i went to work with somebody and that was in 2003 i think and uh so back then i was recording everything in the studio and i was invited to 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 work on on an album from an artist called jungle soul rest in peace and uh when I come to his house, everybody's there, we're chilling, so, so I'm waiting for them to make me listen to the beat so I can put the rap and then move on with my life. But everybody's here eating mafia and like everybody's here eating, eating, and okay. Then he's like, okay, da, 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 this is a song about this and that and that and where I would like you to put a rap here. I'm like, okay. So they make me listen to the song, we in the living room. There's a microphone stand and uh, and everybody's here. And so he's like, you ready? And I'm like, what you mean you ready? He's like, uh, yeah, but what you mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, you ready? You ready to record? Like, yeah, but we're not going to the studio? He's like, no, no, no. They just put the microphone stand in the middle of the room and the engineer just put the laptop on a chair that was plugged to the sound card, plugged to the to the to the microphone, and they were like, "Yeah, whenever you're ready." I was like, "Well, I'm ready." But then there was a bunch of people in the room, and then it was just like silence, everybody. So then everybody stopped talking. I recorded my parts, and that was it. And the song was released like a few months later, and that this changed my this changed my life because I was like, "Wait a minute, I actually don't need a studio." So you really don't. Just after I recorded, I just checked. I just checked the brand of everything they had, what computer they were using, what microphone they were using, the microphone stand, everything. I asked them, took some notes. The next shows I was doing, after every show, I was buying one of those things, and that, that's actually when I bought that microphone that I still use. What kind of mic is that? No man, no man. TLM 103. This is uh, it's very expensive, but the sound it has. I've been recording all my albums since 2004. 
on that microphone. When you talk on it, you have that voice. Hey. Wait yeah. a minute. You don't remember this mic? Remember when I recorded um, next to me? I recorded it backwards. <laughs> I didn't realize that little dot meant that this was the front. Oh so my I recorded. God. You don't remember that? Because I was like, what's wrong with my mic? And I, sh I remember telling you about it. Like, nothing. Like, I don't know why you're having these issues. Like, everything sounded so far away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> you were recording why. in the back of it. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> Oh, the good old days. Oh, how we have learned. But that's the great thing. It's like, if you do, when you do by yourself, that's how you learn. Yeah. And then as much as you learn, you get better. And then you need, you, you don't need people. I love working with people because I don't need them. Because when I used to only be able to work with people that I needed, then they start talking to you a certain way and they, they, they start showing you that um, I can't right now, I'm busy doing whatever, whatever, and then you get frustrated. So that's hard. I, I prefer learning everything and making mistakes. Squeeze is asking, where did the inspiration for that song come? Something for you. All right, well, you start, because you don't, well, I made, didn't, I think I heard some of your verse before I made my verse. Yeah, I made, I made the whole song, it was like. Yeah. I did the chorus and everything. Oh, listen, the inspiration usually, it just comes. Uh, it's not a song about a particular thing. It's just a nice love song, you know? So um, it's, it's one of those songs that I just improvise everything. I didn't, I don't, uh, I stopped writing a few years ago. I just turn on my microphone and just record whatever comes out. So... When usually when it's a positive song about 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 love or about something, I usually think about I'm usually inspired by my wife, and when it's a uh, it's not a good song, it's about my latest ex. All right, I mean I'm my joking. inspiration didn't <laughs> really come from anything in particular. I kind of imagined it like it sounded like a club vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a club vibe. Yeah, so I imagined me at a club and just like how a scandalous night would be like meet somebody. and you're thinking about like how you want them to stay and you don't want them to well sometimes people don't want them to stay but in this situation we wanted them to stay okay. and, um yeah because i'm saying you seem lonely maybe i'll take you home with me i know you don't want me to leave so the feeling no, is no, mutual no, no, no. And then, you know, it gets a little frisky because I'm like, change the tempo to your heartbeat. You know, change up the tempo. You know what I'm saying? So. I think, I think that me, when I wrote that song, I think before writing the song, when I heard the beat the first time, that uh, shout out to C Mart, who made the beat with Wavy Beats. When I heard the beat and, and uh, I exchanged that beat for, uh, for singing on a, on a beat for, for them, I did, a, I did a reference track and I think the lyrics, when I was doing the reference, I just hummed a bit of the lyrics in there. I think I heard that one. Yeah, and, and, and when I when I recorded, I was just like, yeah, perfect. Some girls have, I think I was like, some girls have some kind of superiority. I probably said that in the in the reference track and then I, na 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 na. And I just, yeah, just continue those lyrics because it sounded exactly 
what I wanted to say. I like that line a lot. Yeah. When I too. heard it, I was like, this is different. Okay. Yeah. Yes, words. I hey, see you. Hey. So, Nadja is saying you better keep that mic, Keisha. Listen, this mic has a particularity. I removed some of it, but you can see that here. All these things have been offered to me. Like, there's a lot of chains and stuff. Then I removed some of them because it was too much and it was making a lot of noise while I was recording. But on my microphones, I always have stuff that have been offered to me in shows by my fans. So That's usually they, it's something that they used to wear and like they're like, oh my god, I need to, I need to give you something and they give me stuff like that. So I keep I keep them with me on my microphone because I mean you know my art is is part of them so that's where I got all these uh if you hear this noise sometimes on my on some of my songs in the vocals it's the fans expressing themselves oh yep. that's cute uh-huh I used to have my VIP like badges like the necklaces I would uh, get for yeah, yeah 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 from events yeah, I used to have them all hanging, but then when I, because of the amount of moving I did, it was just like too much. I had to take them off. I have them in a bag somewhere, but. I used to keep that too, but after a point, you have too much. You, start, you have too many, like, yeah. When you start, uh, when you start, um, when you start doing your, your big spring cleaning, that's when you start like, oh, come on. After a few years, you start throwing them, throwing them, you know, like, that's sweet. Yeah, it's important to have some, um. I'm, I'm not, I'm, in a way, I'm very, I'm a, I'm a, I have those fetishes, but I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not into fetishes, but I like these, I don't know, this has always been interesting, it's something that's been always important for me, like, when people offer me something, I'm, I don't, I mean, I don't wear them because I, I tend to, uh, you know, I've been wearing the same, the same stuff for the last 20 years. I have the same chain for ever, so I don't really wear new stuff. But uh, I feel like when people offer you something, you have to honor that gift. So, you know, if, if uh, your music made people feel happy, it's always great to, you know, keep, keep those things here. So I have one mic stand with that one with the minimum, but the old mic stand had like years decades of of stuff but i'm like it was like so much stuff that i would i would just touch the mic a bit you would hear <laughs> like oh my god like no it's not possible anymore <laughs> what up kiki media welcome a great collaboration indeed indeed she killed it on her verse oh thank and, you and the video and the video. Oh my God, y'all couldn't even uh, handle me. Don't, you didn't even know what you signed up for when you had this video. I was like, who's that? They're like, who is that? What? Who like, so the, 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 the fun part about the video is that I was not supposed to do the video. I was, it was like, I did the song and then uh, I was on a boat with, we went to a, on a boat ride with my, my homies. And then uh, everybody was, was making, uh, uh, playing their next tune. So I was Dino Santiago, Nelson Freitas. And then I was like, oh, me, I have this coming. So I plugged my phone to the Bluetooth and uh, I'll play something for you. 
and everybody on the board was like yo that's the music video you have to do the music video ah i was like yeah and uh i don't remember what happened i don't remember what happened but i had some oh yeah yeah i organized a kizomba festival so i i was performing in the festivals but but they didn't have money to pay me and i was not interested in in the cachet that they were proposing me but i was interested in investing in their festival so i invested some money in their festival and i said okay i want to make 25% of the revenue from the whole festival so i'm investing 25% of whatever it cost so we did that we went so i went to london i did the festival and then the, the same that i came back from that boat i received my share of the revenue from that festival and i was like oh and then nelson freitas sent me a message and said bro you have to shoot that video that's a hit this song is a banger and then i was like yeah but she's in new york so i was like yo jesse when are you free and then i just book a ticket to come to new york to to lisbon new york lisbon for like what two days you stay two days right um yeah you yeah. stay like you arrive saturday morning you left sun monday monday or yeah. sunday whatever and uh and then i rent i rent an airbnb to shoot the video and uh the airbnb looked amazing in photos but when we arrived there inside it was, yeah it, it was it was not as nice as in the photos and it was small it I was think it okay just, it just didn't make sense for what we were trying to yeah, do yeah no i mean the, the place was nice the place was yeah, not it was not ugly was but i mean cute. In terms of, uh, especially the garden up there, that was amazing. But yeah, they'll see that in the vlog. The, I got a little bit of the, the background. Yeah, me too. I have the vlog coming. And you do, if you need some images, I can send you some some of my footage. And uh, but the way the Airbnb was was the apartment was constructed, it was really not what we were looking for for video. So we actually spent the whole day looking for other places and around 6 p.m we we're like yo we have to finish shooting we have to start shooting this video the director went uh in the city with the dancers to shoot the external shots and so at a point i i saw one airbnb and i just was like okay i'm booking this one and uh when we arrive in the airbnb you know like sometimes you don't know if the people will accept that you're shooting a video in their place and then uh the owner came with some pretty boy, some ex-football player, and he was like, are you Keisha, right? And I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, I love you so much. Da, 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 da. I own the whole building. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And da, 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 da. Oh, you're going to shoot a video? That's amazing. I was like, oh, cool. Right. Shoot me out. I was like, ah, we will. And uh, yeah, the guy was super cool, and the place was perfect for shooting. And then all of a sudden, like, Jassy transformed into a devil. A devil. <laughs> Oh like, my God. It was like yo <laughs> oh and we shot until what 7 a.m 7 a.m that was crazy and then the next day you had to take your plane yeah i think i was really there for like i was there for three days but not because the shooting was because i got there and we did my hair yeah that's the, that, that was, was friday before. night 
And then uh, Saturday, the next day, I guess it was shooting, Saturday. And Sunday you were leaving. And then Sunday I was leaving. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. You were just calm the whole time. I'm looking at y'all like, um, hello. Like, y'all don't see the time just going by. Everyone's just chilling, calm. But I didn't know what half the conversation was because everyone's talking Portuguese. All I hear is fa la 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 That's what it sounds like. It sounds like music. Because I think Portuguese is a very musical language. It is. When everyone's talking, it's like, I'm like, okay. And then they would say something to me, and then I'd be like, huh? Ha ha, comprendes? Comprendes? No. <laughs> it's funny how the Portuguese, when they, when they don't know how to speak to you in your language, they always think Spanish will work. Oh, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> then they thought, it kind of like helps to be yeah. able to speak Spanish, but I don't remember enough Spanish to really like, be able to say much but i mean i started picking up on the portuguese if i was there for like a week i think i could have like yeah some things out it was a great experience it was dope i loved it and the video came out like this like that's the, that's the great part of it like you know when you know the the small amount of stuff that we use it was just like a gh5 and two neons and one spotlight that's it and then the place and then of course the models and stuff but mm -hmm. when you look at the final video you're like whoa and you understand that those guys they're like very nonchalant like the portuguese oh God, like, like everybody like, was just like everybody's just like Chill. chilling Chill. slipping the girls like the wife of the director and the model and uh and uh, the stylist they're just there on the bed talking about stuff that has nothing to do with the video everybody's chilling and you're like so so and Literally. then and then when you start shooting you shoot for like i don't know four hours and then when you receive the video you're like yo that's dope <laughs> uh mayores keisha one abrazo always following you my bro uh thanks diogo What's up, Diogo? Keep following. Thanks a lot. Uh, Mamadou is saying, nice to hear from you. Thank you, Mamadou. What's up, DJ Mamadou? DJ is saying, fa la 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 la. <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> Literally, that's, that's what... It just sounds like music. Music with pretty Boy, words. Boy, Selza. Selza is saying, Linda. Mm, Obrigada. Mi, Oh, so you understand. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's, there's certain words I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I told you, if I was there long enough, I would have picked up a lot. I guess. They knew what they were doing. Indeed. Me, the first time I heard Lindo, I was like, Lindo? No, my name is Kay. You <laughs> <laughs> would say that. So tell me, how was your quarantine? It's been cool. I mean, I'm a homebody, so it's just hard, like, when it comes to, like, wanting a break from seeing the same thing, and you almost start to not know what day it is and when things happen. I'm Crazy. like, did I have a conversation with you yesterday? Was that the day before? Like, everything seems like it's connected. Like, I'll be up on the phone or working on something, and the, I'll look out the window, and all of a sudden, it's light, and it's, like, light, like, bright, and I'm like... So I just didn't sleep. Like, this is what's happening yeah, now. I'm like, just not sleeping anymore. I lost 
the idea of time and space time yes and yeah even now that things are starting to go back to the new normal i'm i'm still there in 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 the limbo of the cosmos i don't know it's monday already like sometimes i have interviews or live shows that i have to do with televisions and i realize that wait a minute oh it's today already like and strangely for me time time went by so fast mm-hmm. i don't know about you but to no me, it definitely did time went just like like i did so much stuff and yeah so um what did you do during quarantine yeah um few things worked on a few songs some for cmart some for myself mm-hmm. um worked on recording before i go to the studio shout out to surefast studios and my engineer brady because he's amazing before i go to record anything in the studio mm-hmm. i record it at home and i like rehearse it so that when i go to the studio i'm like ready to go and why don't that's you what record I, at home and just send the vocals to your engineer i mean i do that i do that but sometimes there's something about recording in a studio that because i think yeah it's the vibe and he mixes it right on the spot so when mm. i'm leaving leaving with a mixed song mm-hmm. so it's not like i'm wasting that much time um yeah it's just it's just a vibe thing so but I, obviously now because i'm in new york mm-hmm. i do record more stuff at home and i just send him the vocals but where is he he's in he's in boston he's in lowell lowell massachusetts okay yeah so shout out to him so yeah i've just been working on that and then obviously my lives prepping like what what's going to happen to lives questions soundboard getting all the sounds switching things up coming up with different concepts so just the live stuff the last live i did was probably the most preparation we've ever done for any of the lives i had to make like i made like 14 different flyers <laughs> damn like, Because I had like eight contestants or So you had a flyer for each and stuff, yeah. Each so, but, person had a flyer. So how many live did you do this last, this last 60 days? Ooh, I can't even remember. I've done a good amount. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I was doing live ever since like, I feel like when, right when we went into quarantine, I started doing lives because I've already did lives before, just wasn't consistent. So I was like, oh, well now everyone's home. Why not? And then, so you were doing live singing or more live talking and having conversation doing those games uplifting I, other people I, I think i mixed it um i feel like i kept seeing the same type of lives like everyone was so serious i didn't want to be serious i just wanted to have fun mm-hmm. and people give people a break from the reality that we're dealing with so started it off with people talking and then I my friend Star got on the live one day and then like it just we just meshed so well together on mm-hmm. live. I'm like we should like continue doing this. So Okay. So you have like your 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 show. Yeah, so, so now we have the Stop Hatch Swim. So that's show. an interesting topic that I've been thinking about since everybody discovered new vocations. I don't know if you say voc- vocation like Yeah, vocation. A lot of people discovered vocations while we were in quarantine. A lot of people discovered that they are good writers. A lot of people discovered that they are great live interviewers. 
some people discovered that they can do a show on YouTube like me. <laughs> and so the question that is, okay, once life returns or goes to the new normal where people are, I guess, less available, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not like every day there's nothing to do. So everybody's flocked to Instagram and, and those places. What does all of these content creation becomes like because mm. some people like i've seen like, i know a, a friend she's a, a model and actress and uh, she started doing girls only uh conversations and mm. those conversations are actually amazing and i was asking her so do you plan on continuing this because there's a lot of people that are discovering some some great stuff mm -hmm. uh, about themselves and about the content that they can produce. Which brings me to two questions. First question is how do you continue or do you continue? And does it does it become like like for example, I, I want Club Shada to become I, I went from every day to being exhausted. To now doing like every two three days and to starting to ask myself okay how how will i implement this in my in my planning and in my daily routine or weekly routine and i want to have days where i'm going to be like depending on the viewers maybe wednesdays and and sundays for example at, at x time or and I, I really want to continue this because I love doing it. It's, it's very interesting for me and for the rest of the people. So, mm -hmm. and then the, the second question that I, I answered for me uh, is how do you monetize that? Mm. So do you plan to take that, that show that you did with, let me find her name. What was her name? The Angie Star Show. The NG. That's her Instagram name that I usually tag, but her name is Star. Okay, so are you and Star planning to turn this into a weekly show when life goes back to the new normal? Or once the quarantine is over, you are done with it and you will just do it from time to time? Did you think about that or you, you just take yeah. it? We have, yeah. um, we, we definitely said we would still try it and do it and see what happens. I know mm -hmm. we still, we were talking about doing other things together. Mm -hmm. Um, when the live format, I don't want to say too much cause I feel like she doesn't want to say too much, okay. <laughs> but um, in regards to like doing a, the Instagram live still, we will still do it. But, um, it depends on how much traction we get. If we'll still do it in that format, mm -hmm. but we still will find other ways to do it because we both like our dynamic. Like she's the sour one and I'm the sweet one. And sometimes we switch and okay. I'm the sour the sweet one. So it just brings for diversity and she's funny and I have my moments too, I guess. So I think we should definitely, like we, we both said we're going to find a way to like continue it. So the second question is, 
do you plan on and how you monetize that? Cause oh, I've we seen take shots. You? We, we've made money off our life. <laughs> so, that, so here it's a place where we love to talk business because a lot of people, they love doing the art, but they don't think about their business. Malcolm right. is saying that during quarantine, he discovered that he's a good crazy. Bro, you've been crazy from before. Trust me. He's crazy. He's been wow. crazy. We're all a little crazy. <laughs> Love, lots of heart from Miss Sam's World for you. Oh, hey Sam. Miss Sam's World. I love the show. Sore Patch Twins. Sour yes. Patch Twins. Sour Patch Twins. So, so how do you monetize that show? Because I've, I've, I've been ranting here for a long time because I see a lot of people singing, doing a lot of stuff for free and not, and not teaching their fans that there's a value for what they are giving them and that these values should, should be monetized. And there's a lot of people who are willing to, to exchange money for the value that you're giving to them as long as you explain to them or you teach them. And a lot of people are just preferring Instagram because of the numbers where they could go to places like YouTube where you can monetize, you can have super chats, you can have a lot of these things or do like me where I put some QR codes and stuff like this. And the, the sound quality is better, etc., etc. Even if, and and that's the thing, the people might be on Instagram a lot, but as long as you tell them I'll be there at that time, you realize that the same people also have YouTube accounts. So how do you monetize your show? Um, like I said, so at one point we were. It kind of just started off at random. It was during the live and they were telling us, take shots, take shots, take shots. I'm like, I'm not taking shots unless y'all pay me. So then all of a sudden, cash <laughs> now app. I'm taking shots through the cash app. And yeah. Cash app is great. That's kind of how that started. So, and then I'll, I'll I wish time, we had cash app in Europe. That would simplify it. No, we don't. We have, we have Revolut, we have PayPal, but. Oh, cash up is actually not... asked me about PayPal one time. Yeah. I was like, too much. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, cash up is not there yet. And the, the great thing about cash up is you have an ad, just like you have somewhere else. You just put your name, and people can just send money. So simple. I wish Revolut would do that, uh, or, or cash up would come to Europe. That would be like I would replace all my stuff with that straight away. Because uh, yeah. It's... So Oh. Every, like in the US, this became it just from one day to another, it just became something that is so normal. Everybody has it. Mm-hmm. And that's great because when you do those lives and stuff that you like I've seen on the quarantine, quarantine, uh, club quarantine from from Tory Lanes, all these strippers and and twerkers, they all have cash up and they, yeah, people send money. So how, how much you make you make per show? Um, I would wait, say... Wait, so how, wait, how much do they pay for you to drink? $10 a shot, but that's... As of, like, the last few lives, people were just donating because they appreciated, okay. like, what we were the doing. Energy. That, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Listen, even me on this show, people are donating because they appreciate. Exactly. Mm. 
Yeah, they do that. And I'm grateful for them because I can't take that many shots. My body can't handle it. I was like, listen, guys. <laughs> have you been I drunk can't. on live? Definitely. Unfortunately, have. But, um... <laughs> Did you save all the episodes? Um, so that one... So this was before Instagram. So... My Instagram wasn't saving my lives. Like, it was posting ah, them on my story for 24 hours, and it and was going There's a way now, to save them. That's how I do that. Now they, they have the option to put directly to IGTV. Yeah. But so, me, I save them. I'll send you a, a, a Chrome a Chrome, um, a Chrome extension that you can go mm -hmm. and download from your story. Oh, that would be so great. Then, yeah, then I put them on YouTube. Yeah, I my, showed that to Body Sadva. That's how he puts his stuff on YouTube now. That's that's actually every really show you put them on YouTube. You just put something on the side, some whatever, and then at least you can monetize them on YouTube if there's no music from other people. I would definitely do. Yeah, we usually try not to because Instagram will kick you off live if you play like any copyrighted music after like a minute or something. Yeah. So Cash App isn't safe to replace all your stuff with. Nah, I mean when I'm when I. I wouldn't replace my bank account with it. Uh, I'm just saying that, uh, uh, for example, when you're asking for donations, uh, I have PayPal, but I think Cash App is, is great because it's simple. You can just yeah, receive the money and then and then use it for other stuff. Like, but I never put all my eggs in in the same basket. That's a rule of life. That's true. They don't help you recover your funds if someone hacks into your account and buy things. Well, yeah. That's about <laughs> money. Yeah. Where do we donate, Keisha? So you have a link in the description or you can point your camera to the donation that is here. Over there. <laughs> oh, no, my if you point it there. Over there. Then you can... Or directly to my PayPal, Keisha at Keisha.com. There you go, there you go. Shout out to Sam. Shout out. Black software. How can interest. I send a donation for today? I'm in the USA. Say, yeah, I just said it. Oh, Look either. at that. Yeah, thank you. If the content is uh, uh, something that brings value to your moment, yeah, please go ahead uh, if you can. Uh, there's, a, there's a link in the description for donations or you just point your phone to your camera to this QR code it will take you to the right place or you just click the link and it works what were you saying I got emotional what yeah. was <laughs> talking about making money on lives and monetizing but that's the thing you know there's a lot of people who have been crying that at the same time their their all the gigs are stopped all the gigs stops and but at the same time they're all singing for free so and then you have some artists that they they took their public to venues where they can monetize and instagram doesn't give you didn't give you the the means to do it see what i mean and I think it's important that Instagram gives you or whatever place that you decide to bring your community because in the end, this is our communities. Mm -hmm. You are taking somebody 
we've been live for two hours and a half and the people who've been here for the two hours and a half we have been taking them in a platform and they are here in this platform and it's on the benefit of the platform but it's our community that's here because they're not here for youtube or for instagram they're here for us and when you follow these people you come for them so the platform should give the, the artists all the tools so that their communities can help or donate because there's a value to the entertainment that you are giving and like i've, I've seen i've seen a, a girl on twitch so it was super interesting she asked her well she has tons of people watching she has like a hundred times the people that are watching me but we're just getting started we'll get there and um so she's a cute girl so she'd have i think she's only boys and lesbians are watching her but then she tells her followers uh send your photo like the same way i tell my my, my followers send your beats and we will listen all of them together and critique the beats she had a she has a show where she sell she tell her followers so send your photos and i will review your photos the photos of my followers so all these boys are sending me their photos and she's like yeah you know uh, he the type i could marry whatever whatever you know and then of course she has a donation link mm -hmm. but she also has um she also has a a thing where she says if you want to so there's a queue of course of the photos she receives so she, she do them one by one but if you pay ten dollars your photo gets in the top of the queue and that's a great way actually to monetize your your content because people are not forced to but then they can it's just like you what you did with the shots that's super interesting people can donate from the heart if they want but they right. can donate to make you drunk yeah and, and this, this but, but this is what brings the fun to the to your viewership and at the same time that's how you can monetize and some people will yeah you know some people will uh will happily donate and then and that's great in my opinion you know because 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 in the end like uh we could just be watching netflix too you know and uh, you prefer giving value to the people instead of doing that so i think it's important mm -hmm. so what's the name of your show and um, when, and, so and when can we see you so the show is called the Sour Patch Twins Show. Okay. And it's on live, on my live, usually, um, at 9 p.m. on Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time. So that's New York time. So for you, if you're in Portugal, you're five hours ahead. 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2 a.m. would yeah. be for you. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, nobody sleeps anyway, anyway anymore. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um. Mm. I used to do them a lot earlier, but I realized that we ended up being on live for like five, six, seven hours. So like, it just I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do them a little later because you guys have me up till late, <laughs> and I need to sleep. On oh, my TikToks. So that's your skits. Yeah. <laughs> I 
my obsession. I love peeps. They're so good, especially the cotton candy ones. Do you put extracts of the live in there? Yeah, so the last live is on my IGTV. Yeah, there it is. The winner is, is that that one? Yeah. Where's the other one? They're all there. The winner is, is the oh, last that's, one. That's the, that's the people singing. Yeah. This is me getting hot. I was so hot that day. I was so in so much adrenaline. That star. Oh, shout out to Star. <laughs> people think we look alike. I don't see it, but like people swear that we look alike. People swear. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> I think she's doing my general. And the winner ever, of the first ever don't sing it. Presented to you by the Sour Patch Twins. Twins is. is... I clicked on it. Try. Try. <laughs> she's a dancer, right? Um, she's a comedian. Oh, nice. So she actually is the funny one. Like she does a lot of different skits. She has a bunch of different characters, like Edwin, who actually made an appearance. I don't even know how she changed into Edwin so fast. Like we had a, a maybe like a two two minute break. Okay. When the live ended, and she switched into a whole different outfit, a whole different character. What? Who the character is a man, so what she looked like, she had to like modify in a matter of a few seconds. So I have a skit there too, an acting skit. There's drink that. Yeah. Me singing at Fenway Park in Boston. Shout out to all my Bean Town folks. Wait, so you're singing the national anthem? The Jesse Instagram to watch all that. That's crazy. That's dope. I mean, you you know you've been doing your thing. That's great. Oops. <laughs> I try. That's good. That's good. I try. What you up, know. Diane? Hey, Diane. All of Keisha music is tagged. All my mixes on YouTube was flagged because of Sushi Roll copyright. But I don't I don't block people. I just monetize. <laughs> that's a good go. thing. <laughs> well, that's amazing. It's 4 a.m. here. I'm about to see if my wife is still sleeping or we can watch an episode of the thing that I promised that we would watch, but I guess I'm gonna find her sleeping. Or maybe not. She lost normally she she sleeps she sleeps like super early at 10 she's gone. But mm -hmm. uh since the kid doesn't go to school at 7 a.m. You know. You're more awake because you get more sleep. Wow, oh, I became a sponsor. Thank you so much. Hey, yeah. shout out to Jennifer. Shout out. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we end up um, actually uh, staying. Um, yeah, you know. Staying at home, staying staying super late, you know, uh, and uh, sleeping super late, it just became normal. Sometimes, like it's the end of the day, I'm I'm like, what already? 
Jassy, I'll be following and listening to your music. Please you, do Jessie. so. You will Thank love it. You will love it. I have a question for you, Keisha. Hmm? I have a question for you. So, uh -huh. during your battle, yeah. what do you feel... By the way, like sorry, excuse me. We have a new battle coming uh, next Friday. It's going to be Johnny Ramos versus Don Kikas. Two legends of Angolan and Cap Virgin music. So don't miss it. It's going to be on their Instagram. CD so, Beats said, I just followed Jassy. Hey. Oh, thank you, CD So on my battle. So first of all, that was probably, I'm not even saying this because you're like my big bro, but like that was my favorite battle. Hey, my new subscriber, Tali. <laughs> Um, my favorite battle, only because... Big up, Mastermind. Only oh, Mastermind, hey! hey. Um, only because, first and foremost, like, when I listen to, like, all the other battles, mm -hmm. the issue with me in American music is that I know the songs, I usually don't know the artists, especially if it's, like, from back in the day. Mm. So, like, with the Teddy Riley and um, Babyface one, I didn't even realize... Well, some of them, they weren't, it wasn't their songs. It was, they produced for them. Yeah, but like the road, with yeah. you and Nelson, like I remember things with you guys. Like when the music came out, I remember. There's the memories that come was. with it. Yes, there's so many connected memories to those songs versus like a lot of the older songs um, from other artists. Like I'll know them, but I just don't know them. But like, oh my God, it was just like amazing. Like. Thank you. Being able to like see it. And I remember even with the older songs, because obviously I didn't, Kizomba was kind of like new to me, but like I, I was able to do research and research the both of you guys because you guys, the two of you guys were like the biggest idols for me because you guys did music in English and a lot of the artists did it. So I couldn't even connect mm. with because I, I had a language barrier. I listened to the songs like Botimel. I know all the lyrics to Botimel and I cannot speak Portuguese. Okay. <laughs> okay. But like, um, there was a song, um, the I used to know a lot yeah, of those. Yeah, and then obviously, I remember telling you, I remember tweeting you, I was like, I listened to um, the I just is it I just want to be with you? No, it's excuse me, girl. That excuse song, me, girl, I, with yes, I remember seeing on my iTunes how it said that I listened to it like 200 something times, and I remember wow. tweeting you that, and you were like. Wow, that's a lot of... It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of listens, yeah. <laughs> yes, but, like, I used to listen to you guys so much. So, like, just seeing that battle to me was, like, amazing because, like, I was able to see, like, the catalog of you guys, like, in a... The, body of, the body of work. Yes. And, like, being able to see the, the community between you guys and, like, the love and, like... Yeah. It was this, really dope. The comment section was amazing that day yes it was it was definitely lit dj lee <laughs> says after deeper the world changed definitely i, I remember going to the parties and i'm like I'm, I'm not staying if they don't play deeper i remember being in college and being like, if they definitely you know i was very I'm, I'm i've always been humble and uh i mean people say that i've always been humble and i never like um really bragged about stuff because I, I don't think this is my place but i think i think um, I can say that now, after 20 years, that 
Zook and Kizomba changed when I arrived in the game. In terms of the beat I put in there, the, the work ethic I put in there, the, the not scared to change stuff, to sing in English, to all this. It's, yeah, it's, um, we're arriving in a bit. I'll, I'll, I'll start working on the documentary. I appreciate the fact that y'all sing in English because I'm slow Ralph and all these other artists were great. But after yeah. a while, I'm like, how do I find my connection to this, this genre? Mm. Being an American artist, like I, at one point, I didn't listen to nothing but Kizomba because I did not want the influence of American music to mm -hmm. change completely what I would sound like to a point where people kept saying, I should sing R&B. They're like, you should just do R&B. You, you, you should just do R&B because you sound like an R&B singer. So then all I would do, I was like, you know what? Clearly I need to influence my sounds. Let me just listen to Kizomba music. And it was you <laughs> and But my question to you was, out of that battle, mm -hmm. what three songs do you feel like best represent like your growth and your connection to your music like what do you feel like was like the top three songs you could be like you know what these three songs mean the most to me for whatever reason that is wow hmm. the songs i played yeah the songs for the songs that you played let me go to the playlist for those who don't know i'm gonna put the playlist of the battle here in the comment for those who that was actually the first day I heard the C4 Pedro song. Ah, love again. When I heard that, I was like, I need to find this song. This song sounds amazing. <laughs> Where is this? Listen, I just did a song with them again. That's a, a group. That's a group from. It's actually one of the most famous group in Kenya. Ooh. And uh, after that song, they told me, Yo, listen, we we love your music and we. We really want to work with you on, on our album. And I said, okay, listen, let's do an exchange. Uh, you sing for me on, on, on one song of my album and I'll do a beat for you. I did a beat for them. Actually, at the end of the conversation, I did a beat for them. I sent to them 30 minutes after the conversation. And they record on it and they, they I cannot because of contractual reasons and because I don't want to spoil the surprise, but they signed to universal uh and my song is going to be uh, my instrumental it's a kizomba instrumental where they sing in swahili is going to be the single probably and the artist that they invited on the song is a major 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 soul very respected artist and like i i didn't listen to what she did but I can't wait to hear it and to to say that okay, I did a kizomba beat, and this huge artist sang on a kizomba beat by me. And listen, that's major moves right here. So I th it was supposed to be released, but because of what's happening in the world right now, they probably postponed. Mm -hmm. But like they told me that when she sang they went and they are amazing singers but they told me that when she received apparently when she heard the beat she she just said oh my god i love this i don't know what style is this what style it is but i want to sing on this one 
and apparently that when she, they received her vocals they went back and decided to redo all their vocals because she's wow. a huge artist so i can't wait i can't wait me either yeah yeah i can't wait that's uh bien plus fort que me more every time i hear that song i fast forward to the keyboard solo part hey, mark g destroyed that beat <laughs> Keisha, you changed the sound of Zuki Zomba. Thank you. The live after the battle was off the hook. Indeed. So I think, so your question is, are you asking? Not yet, but I'm working on this. Uh, Talib is saying, Now I'm 16 and I grew up to your music thanks to my dad, which is a huge fan. Love your music. And Jesse, I didn't know who you are. I listened to your music. Thank Aww. you, Talib. Thank you. Thank you. So I don't are you are you talking about songs that changed something for me? Or, yeah. or do I think songs that changed the the music world? Hmm. I like both. <laughs> I wanted you to I guess songs that change something for you but I actually want to know too like oh god I don't know which one to pick so I guess you can name two that did something for you and two that changed the music world so you mean songs that I think um, I think My songs are songs I did for other people. Keisha, you're making this complicated. <laughs> I said. <laughs> oh <my God>. um, <laughs> okay. Because um, hmm. in the battle, you did play songs you produced for people. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, based off the songs you played in the battle. But it's your song, it's songs you produce for other people. I think that. The two songs I did for Nelson Freitas really changed the, created something in the culture, Deeper and Rebound Chick. So I put them in one, in one pack, but those two songs not only catapulted his career, but also created something in the music for the beat makers, for the DJs. It cemented the sound in, 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 in something. So. That there's this, I think there's a One Love is a song that also changed, changed it for me because it was the first time that I was, I was ever singing to mm -hmm. um, a full song. I've been making melodies for artists for a long time and every time they were telling me, oh, you should sing, I was like, nah, I'm a rapper. And One Love was the first time that I was like, ah, fuck it, let me plug that other tune stuff, let's go. And um, um, I would say that uh, I would pick Diamonds because even if it's a cover, it was it came out in 2008 at a time where you know when you when you blow up so so up you go so far up a lot of people. They, they're waiting for the hits. 
Mm-hmm. And when you like me, between 2000 and between 98 and 2005, I've released so much, so many hits that at a point, it's like people have so much food on their plate that everything you put after that doesn't stick because they're still busy listening to your old songs. Mm-hmm. And it's a very frustrating position. And at the same time, it's a very fortunate because you are still making money from old songs and performing those old songs. But at the same, so as a business is great, but as an artist, you want to, you want to release new stuff. You want people to love the new stuff, but then people already put you in a box with your old tunes. And then it, it, it seems at a point that it's hard to do a pop, zookish, kizomba, beautiful love song and that has a one love feel mm-hmm. but people will say nevertheless when are you doing a song like one love uh, well i just did five and you guys didn't care no but you know we want the one love sound that's the one love sound that's exactly the same kit that's the same guitarist everything is the same the way the construction is the same but you don't care and you can get frustrated by that but actually, with time, you realize it's great. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about Diamond is that that's when I start setting in my head. The, my goal for myself was I want to beat my own songs. Since there's nobody out there that I see as, as competition, because one, I don't care. And two, I'm in my own lane. Now my, my problem is why do new songs when nobody cares why do new songs when people are still talking to you about something going on people are like yeah the hits when you're an artist you want people to know your body of work you want people to to know you know when you do 20 songs in an album you want people to know the 20 songs not the not the, the the four bangers right and uh so when i start having this 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 conversation with myself i'm gonna beat myself i'm gonna beat my songs i'm gonna i'm gonna go from like a place where my top 10 was one love question my heart motema fiona uh, those songs i was oh. like i'm gonna put some new songs and that's when i did diamonds and when I did Diamonds, everybody was like, oh, you know, maybe you don't have it anymore. Maybe. But B, I was understanding what was going on. It was like, okay, people are, I, I've already put a song in, in so many songs in their heart. There's no more space for other stuff. But then I, when I did Diamonds, the same day it was released on YouTube was the same day it became a hit. The same day I started receiving videos from, I remember, I don't know if it was mastermind actually or somebody that sent me a video from the song playing in tantric in in in, in the u.s and at the same time i had a dj israel sermon send me a video from the song playing in brazil and then somebody sent me the song playing in portugal and then i had like thousands of tweets and i was like "Uh oh 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 Oh, oh, and then it became fun for me. What became fun for me was 
working against my own songs and I realized that when you hit a hit, you make the best Kizomba song, it's useless trying to beat the best Kizomba song. It's better to try to do something else and actually enjoy the fact that you have those timeless hits and you can actually work and try something else. Because if you look at my, my top 10 on Spotify now, the number one song is, is a bossa nova. Mm-hmm. It's Havana. Mm-hmm. And the number two is On Dikwa that has been released in 2003. But then number three is Malembe Malembe with Siquat Pedro. And number four is Diamonds. And number five is She's Dangerous. Then you have Bien Prefort Camimo. But then number seven is Don't Chew that I released three years ago, uh, three weeks ago with Lisa Lopez. Then you have my, my version of Sexual Healing. Then you have Speed of Light. And the number 10 is Last Night. Then I actually recorded and wrote with the people here on YouTube live. And I re, I, it, it's been released 10, 10 days ago. And it's my, in my top 10. And as you can see, there's no One Love. There's no Something Going On. There's no Raquel, all these songs. And it's not that these songs started going down in views. Mm-hmm. It's that because they've been playing the same forever but it's that those new songs are playing more. And it's, it's super funny that every time people tell me, you need to come back? When are you coming back? And at the same time, I've been releasing those songs and those songs are living their life. And a lot of these songs are actually making great numbers and generating income. And at the same time, some people think that after 2005, I just, abdicated my career when I never I just went online fully online so it's a it's very interesting but that's that's the three songs that I would choose because I think in the Kizomba world they represent the 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 disruption I think I've been very disruptive in the Kizomba the Compa a bit with Bien Prefort Kamemo uh the Zouk and, uh, and, and the Afro, Afro beats, Coupe de Calais scene. I've always been a disruptor. It's funny that you say that people only see you for certain songs. Because around me, like when I was really getting into Kizomba, I'm trying to find the album. But there was African like... African Bohemian? I think it was the one with your back. Oh, that's... Uh, it's Cover art. That must be It's a Love. It's like a... It's not that old though oh oh that must be the I don't... Um, that must be the um, the the compilation um a decade of love or something or it was the best of i don't remember i know there was like two albums you released around that time i think one or two and that's all people were talking about around me like your newer songs like like um was excuse me Grant, one of them no that was older this was like Vanna Mae was on this one with the, yeah, that was one of the albums. The Excuse Me, girl, Excuse Me, Girl. I yeah, that's, wanna... uh, that's like 2014. So yeah, there was that one, African Prince, I remember. Yeah. But it's just but... funny that like people around me, oh, Hotel Room. Yeah, that, yeah that, that song, yeah. That song, just like. Love that the, song. That I think it's that album, the Raw Like Sushi. Yeah, Raw Like Sushi. That's, that's my album. eighth album. Yes, I remember people talking about. But what that. I mean is that 
has been going from generation to generation so it really depends what generation i talk to some people they really been stuck to their their childhood memories with my songs and then i had the generation after with some new songs and now i'm hitting the spotify generation with some new songs and uh it used to be a frustration but actually not anymore it's actually i actually feel that i'm super blessed and and i'm in a great place actually the fact that you have songs that pay your rent and you did them 15 years ago that's amazing because as an artist it liberates you from the economics of music and you can now make new music for music and the best part is that music that you do for music without caring they also pay the rent so it's a great place it's a great place just talk um, to a variety of people so you the conversation is different. Don't talk to the people who listen to the old stuff. Talk to people like me who listen to the new stuff. Yeah. And talk to people who listen you to have the new stuff. But you understand, I think what, as an artist, you just have to understand who you're talking to. Yeah. Once you understand exactly. who you're talking to, you when they say, oh, but a long time, you just send them a link. And the fun part is most time you send them a link, they say, oh, yeah, yeah I heard that. It's like, so why are you saying that? I stopped making music. Like... Exactly. Oh no, it's because I don't see your videos there and well go to my YouTube channel. That's this is my new video with Jesse. Yeah, I saw it. So what's what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start in the 90s with Section Zook. Listen, uh when I arrived in Section Zook, I remember I changed the way they did the albums. First of all, they used to spend like 50k to do an album. I came, I did the album of Sumia for 5k. And they were like, how you do this? I was like, well, I do everything myself. And they would need to, to sell like 10,000 copies of an album to start making money just to, to, to pay everything they, 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 they invested. I made sure that we would be break even at 2,000 copies. And we sold 35,000 copies on like that first album with no video, nothing. And with a, with a, a girl from Morocco and a guy from Congo doing a little bit of Kompa, a little bit of Zouk, a little bit of Kizomba. And after that, everybody copied that. Princess Lover album, Fanny G, all these albums, they're based on what we did with the Sumia album and my album, It's So Love, where I was like, listen, let's be eclectic. The fans are, the fans are not people who just listen to one genre. Everybody listens to a little bit of everything. So let's let's give them albums that are not monotonous. Like let's give us let's give them a little bit of Zouk, a little bit of Compa, a little bit of R&B, a little bit of everything. Let's let's go in French on one song, in English on the other one, and let's do a prism so that everybody can recognize themselves in the music and not let's let's not be tribal. And when it worked, everybody start working that way. The way we did the photos, because I remember the the, 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 photo, the the album covers were horrible back then. We arrived with beautiful cover art. We took care of every detail. I was doing all the cover art from everything Sushi Raw. And uh, once I was done, 
people started asking me to do cover art for them. P people don't know, I did a lot of cover art for, for Section Zoo albums. I, like they were paying me to do cover art for the other artists that were not on my, my albums, on my label, sorry. I was doing beats for other people and then everybody wanted to copy our formula. And until today, people are using the Sushi Roll formula to do albums. The way the credits are done. Sometimes I open albums, I look at the way the credits are written, I'm like, that's the way I do them. I know that this is this comes from me. And well, you know, sometimes you are that person. Keisha was on a mission. <laughs> I need to clear up something. Mm. Was that rebound cheek originally for Nelson? Um yes. Deeper was originally for Nichols. Actually, the, na the, the name of the beat, Deeper, is Nick, Nick 01. I did Nick 01 and Nick 02. And one, the two, I sent the two to Nichols. And he told me that he hate the beat, that it's, it's a bad beat, that uh, yeah, it's not original. I was like, bro, it's, that's a banger. Like, it's like, nah, 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 nah. So I sent to Nelson and Nelson just told me, oh, I'm going to the studio. And the next night, uh, the same night, he sent me all his lyrics and he put, he just told me I need a rap here. So then the same afternoon, the next day afternoon, I just recorded my part and then I mixed the whole song and then I sent it back to him and he released it. And uh, when I sent him Rebound Chick, I finished doing the beats. And I was like, huh. I'd keep that beat for me, but I don't have an album coming before a year. So let me send it to my boy. And when I heard the beat, I was like, no, that's for Nelson. And I remember I just sent him an email saying bomb. And he replied to me by email after five minutes on my way to the studio. And I was like, but you didn't even listen to the beat. He's like, you said bomb. So. He went to the studio and when he heard the beat, he just spit the thing. I think he told me it was a one shot. He just got my swag, all right, boom. And then, and then we made history. Crazy. This is why I was addicted to Prince. His newer music was underrated. Yeah. I want to see an artist evolve. Exactly. I don't know if you saw my post. Uh, I mean, that was the, the, the conversation I was having with people uh, yeah, three days ago. Uh, and I post a part of it on, a, on my Instagram where I said, you have to let art live. You have to let the artist become. Because mm -hmm. an artist is not. An artist is not something that is frozen. Like, you change every day and you, you learn new stuff. You, there's stuff that you used to do that you don't like anymore. And you have to give that freedom to the artist and be willing to and be willing to and as an artist be willing to also understand that people might not might not like the new you but as long as you are liberated you are an artist because you're trying to express something you are not an artist because you're trying to sell something of course it's also a business so you're trying to sell something but first you have to to be free of becoming and that's why i don't like those conversation about how the dance should be, how the art, how the culture should be. The culture is alive. 
So whatever you like, uh, when, you, when we talk about Prince, you can love the Prince of Purple Rain, or you can like the Prince of Before, but you can also like the Prince of Prince and the, 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 the New gen, Power Generation. And then you can also like the Prince of After. What, what His last two albums were super underrated, but they are amazing. And But he's somebody, here's somebody who never gave a fuck. He was like, yo, this is me. You take it or you live it. And it's fine for me. And that's the type of artist that I want to be. I mean, I mean that I am. Mm-hmm. I just arrive. I'm just like, yep. And sometimes it works. And it's great. And sometimes it doesn't. And it's great too. Because the fun part. I remember releasing an album called um, Forever Young. Double album. And mm-hmm. at that time it didn't work. And then uh, with the streaming, this album is now my number one album in terms of sales. Because... I remember Chris Bounds did his double album. I was so, like, Keisha already did that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, Chris Brown, you're so late. Keisha already did this. <laughs> yeah, double albums, I already have two. Fiona is when I sent you that email and said and said you should sing more. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fiona, that was when that, that album was the end of me rapping. I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm done here. We care, man. Keep making the music. I will. Don't worry. Don't worry. That everlasting song, wedding banger. Thank you. Everlasting. I was jogging, and I was listening to some beats, and then uh, I did that beat probably the night before, and then I heard it, and when I was hearing it, I got emotional. What I was, I was. I remember I was on the bridge, uh, not far from my house, and I got emotional because I knew I was. I knew that at some point. I would marry that girl. I knew. Okay. I knew. And at the same time that I was I was walking my, with my phone, listening to the music and writing the lyrics. And I was like, yeah, make it everlasting. Call your mama. Call your daddy. Uh, let's reunite our families. All this I was writing and I was emotional because I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to get married. I know. I know. She's the one. I knew it. And I wrote everlasting. I released the song. Uh, I released the song... Uh, we just had a baby when I released the song. Uh, when I was recording, I think Asha was born uh, in 2017, the same year as, as that album. And uh, one year after, when Asha was one and a half something, that's when I, I made my demand. And Everlasting was, so I did an instrumental version. It was the song of, of my, uh, my, 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 my daughter's birth. And the, the vlog, that's the song I put behind. That, that was my emotional song. That's like my the song of our story. And then when after I, did, I, I, I popped the question and, and, um, and she said yes, I knew that this would be the song that she would enter to. And like, this is amazing. Knowing wow. that you are able to emotionally connect to your music so much that you can create 
the song that your bride will walk walk to with her dad to give her hand and you can write that song like two years before that's amazing that's amazing and then every time now i watch this video and uh, and, and, I, and I, I my eyes are teary every time i watch that video because of all of that because i remember where i was how i was what i felt when i when i made the beat when i wrote the song when the baby was born and when and when we got married like that song really has that and to me this is music mm -hmm. and the hits the kids are great the hits are great because the hits also have their story mm -hmm. but then you have the songs that mean something to you like to you because mm -hmm. the hits they mean something to a big chunk of the population like a song like one love yeah it's a hit and it's, it means something to me but it means like means more to the people because uh when i wrote it and when i sang it i had no idea it was a hit mm -hmm. and everlasting is not a hit in terms of uh numbers and and but to me yeah that's my hit i mean that's it's the song of my life what i what I, that's what i mean and that's so that's interesting how uh you just put the songs out there and then you see what will happen actually i put on another note i put a drink that in my making love spotify playlist so oh spicy you need to send that to me so I can post it. What? My, my my make love playlist? Yeah, you need to send me the link so I can post it. All I all I all I all I you know it's a it's a playlist that has a, I don't know two hundred songs and uh, everything goes like on random. So every time I'm making love, I hope that song will not come and and, and I lose my concentration because I'm like, oh shit, that's <laughs> Jassy singing. Ah! That's interesting. <laughs> I agree. I'm about to change this game again, bro. Working every night and day for that. That's what you have to do. Then to that. Work and release. Release is more important than working. Like, as you work, you have to release. Roll like sushi. Mm -hmm. Zook albums were $18 in the US. I killed my check to DJ at the club with his. Indeed. Listen, we thank you for that because uh, the artists would not be nothing without the DJ. So, you know, Absolutely. thank you, DJ Mastermind. Thank you, DJ IT. I know you guys were, uh, there was two versions of Rebound. Was there? Oh, yeah. Probably. Maybe some I think there was two versions. That's true. The video yeah. was crazy. I want to know if Jassy leaves from music full-time and if not yet what's her vision for her career to come um no i do not live off my music full-time um the dream is to be able to do it full-time um but to also be able to do other things that music brings me to like obviously i'm into acting i'm into entertainment so like doing things that i'm an artist in but being on different platforms would mm -hmm. be great because i 
I'm more than just a singer, and that's why my lives are not heavy, heavily music-based, mm. because I want people to connect to me, too. Like, yeah, I, want I see the comedian in that. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want it to just be solely music, because I feel like my music connects to life, and how else can I show you a better version of my music than to just live life the way I do and connect with people in so many different ways mm -hmm. that inspires my music? So in the end, I want my music to be able to be able to pay for my lifestyle mm. and to also open doors for other avenues for other ventures I want to do because it's not it's not just music for me. It's more than that. I want to create generational wealth for the people coming behind me, the kids, the children. Been mm. um, one of my dreams has been to open like a community center in Boston that is creative base so for oh, music nice. for yeah so these are like dreams that i have that if like not if when music hands out the way i envision it to that i'll be able to do that performing when you release it huge huge so okay <laughs> performing on massive stages like i've done before with compa fest and like different stadiums like i want to be able to do that way more Big, big crowds make like my. It's like an adrenaline rush thing. So there's just so many different things in music, but yeah, I just want, and some of them have been achieved. So mm. it's just making sure that it's consistent. That's the goal. Master Electronic, hello from, oh, hello from Sweden. Nice. Hi, Master Electronic. What's up? Nice. Dream Dad is the purest song of all times. I think I told you, I told before the, the story of Trinidad. It's, Trinidad is, uh, is the mother of my, my first son. So, of course, it's always those deep songs because those songs mean to me more than, like I said, they mean to me more than the hits. Mm -hmm. I push that song to all my clients and they love it. Wow. <laughs> nice. You have a good talent for video platforms, TV, music, vlogging. Yeah, definitely. Do. Yeah, it's true that. Uh, you got me into vlogging. I did? Yeah, because Margie would be like, yo, Keisha, man, he's, he, he's a businessman. He does all these things and da 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 da. And I'm just like, you know what? I need to be like Keisha. Okay, so what do I need to do to be like Keisha? He vlogs. Vlogs. I need to vlog. <laughs> I'm gonna take notes. And then you became my mentor and you started teaching me more and it was great. I was like, phenomenal. Now I can just ask him. Exactly. <laughs> what, what should I do now? Yeah. So you gave me my template for recording. Mm, I still I did use that. It. Yeah. And look how it worked out. And I ended up writing songs for you on that same template. <laughs> so do you clean up your template? Do I clean up my template? Yeah. I just leave it the way it is. I don't, I clean up. Like what I record the audio, but... like, do you know that every audio you record on Logic stays there? And you have to clean up from time to time. Oh, yeah. You're telling me that. I gotta go over that lesson again, because I didn't write it down. I'll show it to you. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you, like, um, live. I'll, I'll show it to you. It's uh, because at a point, one day you will open that file and it will be, like, 20 gigs. Of, I'm sure of recorded stuff that you didn't remove and there's a menu that we go to um, file and you go to session and then you have cleanup it removes everything that is recorded 
and that you didn't then that you're not using because every time you if you use the same template so if you save the song it goes to a new song but some people realize that every time they do a new song using the template every song has the content of every songs before mm. see what i mean so you have to make sure that sometimes it's clean it's cleaned up well can we do this before like june 1st because i start school on june 1st so i'm gonna need a clear computer for that <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll show you that's that's okay. 11 days okay you have 11 days to figure this out she's wow, going it's to school to become a programmer yeah so that's another venture that i started so you know they all gonna connect though trust me trust me when i say they all connect because everyone's like wait you're gonna become a software engineer like what then i'm just like i know it sounds crazy but they connect trust there's so many so many things you can do when you understand technology i think you're a good example of that indeed i do agree i'm thinking about suing keisha about the song question my heart because i cried like a baby for my ex seven years ago <laughs> wow that's spicy that's deep Ooh. That's, that's love question my heart yeah i wrote that for a girl that turned out to be a psycho by the way oh i think i know this well you actually i i don't know which cycle this is so i can't say i <laughs> cycle like i have a ton of them i do you, like, you got a few i'm just saying you got a few well listen psychos there's a good thing about psychos is they are great inspiration I was gonna say that because it takes you to ups and down, so you mm-hmm. ups yep. and down inspire artists like crazy, right. like like none because like the way you the way you like like I should actually thank all my psycho exes for the copyrights revenue because they inspired a lot of. <laughs> Boy, have you had some interesting? An interesting life. Jesse, I'm a C-sharp software engineer in the Midwest. I encourage you. We need... uh, We need more black women in the field for sure. I think that's... Yeah. With that. Um, But C-sharp is definitely intricate stuff. C-sharp is serious. Yeah, that's that's not... I actually want to learn Swift. Oh, you should. I want to learn Swift. I wanna. I know. I know PHP. I know on basic, of course, the, the stupid thing. I can. I can read. I can read PHP like poetry. I always say that code is poetry. You know. I, I can read code actually, but um, I went to the art. But yeah, I, I can read code. I can code a bit. Uh, but I, w- I would like to learn Swift. Uh, and you know, I really think that. Um, Technology is amazing. Uh, it's amazing that sites like Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram exist. Mm-hmm. But us Africans, Haitians, West Indians, Virgins, Angolans, etc., uns, we don't own these. We don't own these companies. Mm-hmm. We don't. We didn't. We don't create those platforms. So ultimately, those platforms, we put content in them, and it's great because it, we can have those conversations together and with the people. But ultimately, we don't own the platforms, and uh, 
when the platforms decide to switch on us and all of a sudden our content is demonetized or removed from the front view or whatever mm-hmm. then we are frustrated because we realize that these people don't really care all they need is content and, mm-hmm. and i really believe that uh it's important that uh african countries and all the african diasporas start mm-hmm. to create their own platforms like that would be amazing if we had a facebook like content platform that was black owned or or a platform for djs where when you want to listen to a good mix of our music it's there and that people flock to them too because people tend to be like birds and then they, they just go where everybody is but how amazing would it be if we we had platforms that we also own the gates and the seats and for that we need people like you to become ace programmers so that yeah. the ideas cannot just go and be bought by apple but then stay they stay with us and then uh, on a quarantine we can all go and celebrate our heroes like in the teddy riley's and the dr dre's instead of being on ig they would be on on their own platform because ultimately that's where the power is mm-hmm. so go ahead program i got a job for you <laughs> i'm sure you do aj saying if you ever get stuck i'd be happy to help so oh, what are what are you, you learning um right now i'm learning ruby um on rails. I'm gonna be doing, yeah ruby on rails and javascript is going to be next and i don't remember what else is on the uh the curriculum list but one thing i will say about the tech industry like i feel like people are very helpful and they're very kind i feel like it's very opposite than what i've experienced in america in the music industry mm-hmm. i feel like the music industry in america not necessarily i wouldn't say overseas because granted i don't know what it is I on the first everywhere. Scale, but i do feel like once you have a click and you become you have like your community mm-hmm. um any anything but i feel like in tech i don't know anybody i don't have a community yet because i don't know anyone and everyone's always so like warm and welcoming like yeah, yeah. yeah just, it's different it's, it's it's so different it's but it's so world. refreshing yeah, yeah it's it so refreshing that people and are just I so think in these communities it's not about like the fame so it's more about the code the lines so it makes it it makes it different i think so i think it's also like people want more of people of color in these industries so it's yeah. like if i can help you get in that that's great like let me help you get in the oh, door nice. which i love so something interesting is that uh, the whole tech is now all the ceos are becoming indian that's very interesting to see mm. that yeah. is very interesting yeah yeah it is it is keisha are you willing to do a master class online to teach producers on how to make up for music damn I gotta find a time to do that. I, there's a lot of things that I want to do that I'm gonna have to choose. I'm gonna have to choose some of this stuff. Uh, one time, my mom said, "How come you don't sing for Nana?" Well, listen, your mom might be surprised. 
I got a Funana in the in the works. Ooh. I got one. Actually, I want to do one of the first. I don't know if somebody ever did it, but I want to do a Funana, but in English. Mm-hmm. But you first for sure. Question my heart would be my, my wedding song. Wow, that's amazing. Like excellence. Yep. I I love when I'm invited to sing in weddings. That those are the best moments because you are really part of something that is timeless. And none of the people that are sang in their wedding ever got divorced. Just saying. Oh, so you're the secret ingredient. Okay. Hey. Masa yeah. says he knows some HTML. Okay. Mm. We are happy to help in tech because it makes it better. It makes it better also. I need to see some more of us in the industry, so I help. Soon, I'll be volunteering to teach our kids that don't have access to learning tech. Exactly. I love that DJ so uh, AJ Silva. I saw A and DJ and yeah. automatically got DJ. You thought everybody sees a DJ, uh, huh? And- AJ, that's amazing. Keep, uh-huh. I wish that I had code. I was very much into like editing. I've just been editing videos since high school. Like I've always been into like technology, but I had like some. So I I love that. Uh, I know a few black women in the tech industry. I'll reach out on Instagram about them. They are all US based. This community is amazing. It is. Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Jennifer. Or Jen. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer. Yes. That's amazing. Yes, I'm gonna need a job in like October, so <laughs> hey, there we go. So I do marketing now for brands. Um, that's my day gig. But now I'm trying to get into tech, you know. That's so great. Yeah, doing all these things, music, technology. That's all that's stuff. the way. Like the more you have, the more things you know how to do. The more the more you can, you know. Look at this. Look at this pandemic. How a lot of artists ended up not knowing what to do, and all of a sudden, like they had to stay home with no revenue. And guys like me were like, "Oh, okay, I'm not doing this. Well, I'm I'm gonna do that." And that's because I know how to do how so many things and. That's that's what I've been I've been anybody that I've mentored, I always told them you have to learn to be able to do everything. So yeah. That's true. Last question before we go. It's almost five AM here. People This is what happens when you're on the phone. Or I Skype. Know. <laughs> I know. Uh Don Kikas or Johnny Ramos and why? Hmm. Well, listen, um, I know that Johnny has a lot of hits, uh, especially that played in Angola, but uh, I went to a show of Don Kikas, and he's an amazing musician. He plays all the instruments. So I really want to know, I, w- I really want to know the, the playlist. So we'll see. We'll see on the day. I forgot the day, but it's coming. That's going to be fun. Well, anyway, I think it's going to be time for us to... Um, you seem a little tired, huh? 
Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah. I'm probably going to go start cooking this lobster that I have. <laughs> no, nice. Good life. Uh, listen, my people, it's really been a pleasure to have you in the show, Jassy. Um, I'm starting to have That's- a... I'm starting to have a lineup of people that are coming to the show. I'm going to have a, a soca artist coming soon. I'm going to have a, more beat makers. We're going to do more battle of beats. We're going to have more uh, uh, recording and performing live. Uh, definitely uh, thinking of a way to do a, a show, um, on, on, but a completely different way because this is my safe space and I, I, here I like it um, and uh, our, everybody go follow Jassy on her socials uh, go ahead and play her songs uh, on on Spotify uh, so that she can be discovered and pushed out to other people by the algorithms all of specifically you- play them put them on repeat and go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> just do that <laughs> exactly yeah that's something i always say you know if you guys can donate there's a donation link there's a and uh for those who can't you just go to spotify or apple music or wherever you listen to music and you just play the music on repeat it will have the same outcome so you know however you can support because uh the the guardians of the culture are not the artists. The artists do the art. The guardians of the culture are you guys. And if you guys don't do your part, our part is useless. So, you know, all these amazing superstars are made by the people. So let's all do our job. Yes, follow me everywhere, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on everything. Jassy World. Yeah. Don't don't kick as an classic Angolano sound. Johnny has the bangers. We'll see. This episode and the Motomoto episode were my two favorite. This was an awesome conversation. Thank you both. I'm glad. Our pleasure, AJ. Definitely. This, so, so what you what you witnessed here was just what me and Jesse actually do when we have telephone conversations. Literally, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes we don't do it in conversational live conversations. Sometimes we just do voice notes on WhatsApp. She sends yeah. me an eight-minute voice note. I send three three minutes and then sometimes we just do like that and sometimes i look at like she sends me like five notes of five minutes i'm like oh no and i'm like okay when i'll take a bath i'll just put play and listen to it like if i'm listening to a podcast and then and then i went then i then i'm like okay let me reply something quick and then i realized that i just sent a 16 minute voice note i'm like oh my god (laughs) and then I'm gonna send you another 16. <laughs> and I'm like, ah! And then sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, let me just call her. <laughs> That's so funny. That's what I'm yeah. yeah, it's, uh, those are great conversations. <laughs> she does, Jen does this with some people too. Yeah. I used to hate voice notes. I don't know why, but I used to see some people, they only send voice notes because they don't want to 
type. I was like, just type, be concise. And then I started, yeah, like, there's a lot of people where, like, I have those long voice notes. So, and the worst part is when I have to, I'm doing, I'm having, like, a three conversations at the same time. One in English, one in Spanish, and one in French. And I'm half, I just spent, I, I just heard one answer. I just reply a long thing in, in, in English. Then I go to listen something in Spanish. Yeah. And usually I reply in Portuguese. And then I and then I have somebody in French and then I'm like and then I'm lost. But yeah. Struggle of speaking trillions of languages like Keisha. C V B says it was interesting to meet you, Jesse and Keisha. Thanks again. My pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for you to be there in every episode of Club Shada. Uh Keisha, tu as toujours la possibilité de continuer ta carrière comme modèle. I'm not into modeling at all anymore. <laughs> the movies that I'm interested in. Master cool. is saying, Jesse, we support you or you are a great singer. Thank Emmanuel you. is saying, now we know who Jesse is. Jackie? <laughs> Jesse is because of you, Keisha. It's typo. <laughs> thank you, Emmanuel. And uh, thank you for ordering uh, a sweatshirt on shoutoutwear.com. Just to let you know that your sweatshirt is in the manufacturer. Of course, we sadly are because of uh, what's happening right now. We, we are not working at full capacity, but your item will be sent to Montreal very soon. DJ D, thank you. So I want to send a shout out to everybody that was there for us and with us. Shout out to... Uh, Nael, shout out to Bakar, shout out to AJ, shout out to Malcolm, shout out to Maximum Record, shout out to uh, Shode who was there, shout out to Grim on the Beach, shout out to DJ Montero, shout out to DJ Tinex, Saran, uh, Nadia, who else was there? Shout out to Yasmin, shout out to Nathan, shout out to the NG Star Show, shout out to Andre. Shout out to Maximum Records who fell in love with Jassy after a second. Shout out to Alexandra. Shout out to Jen. Shout out to King Math. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Bodhisattva. Miss Onyx. Shout out to DJ Lee Mastermind. Shout out to DJ T. <laughs> And shout out to everybody else that I forgot. Mass Electronic, Joel, my cousin. Uh, Blessings to the wife and your father. Uh, shout out to everybody that was here with us. It's always a pleasure. And it was a pleasure to having you here. It was a pleasure being here. And um, <laughs> we are recording a song quick. Because if I don't do it, you're not going to do it yourself. All right. <laughs> That works. Ciao, ciao. Adios.